Today on the Little Dum Dum Club, a brand new episode with guests Walid Ali and Nazim Hussain. We have a bunch of live stuff coming up around the country. Brisbane and Adelaide both sold out. We'll see you there very soon. We've also got three shows on sale in Melbourne, two uh, smaller shows at the European Beer Cafe, and then, of course, on April 25th, the big 500th episode, spectacular, selling very well, isn't it, Carl? It is, certainly. It's going to sell out. It's in a huge theatre. Get your tickets right now. Huge special guest is going to be the biggest thing we've ever done, so get onto that. LittleDumDumClub.com for all those tickets. We'll chat to you more at the end of the episode in Talking Dum Dum, but until then, enjoy this great new episode with Nazim Hussain and Waleed Ali. <laughs> Welcome once again into the Little Dum Dum Club for another week. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasselow and with me as always the other half of the program, Carl Chandler. G'day dickhead. Oh, I'm nervous about this one. Um, I, yeah, you, you want to impress Nazim? Yeah, I really yeah. want to impress Nazim. Let's Great. welcome in our two guests today, Nazim Hussain and Waleed Ali. Yes! yes. A yes. long time, uh, you were a bit of a white whale. Yeah, oh, hang, hang on, hang on. Oh, Waleed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was looking at me, all right, yeah. and I'm pretty sure he can tell the difference. Yeah. Um, You're a white whale. No, this is not. This was Nazim's fault that it took forever uh, to no, pull this actually, together. Actually, can it's we? not. I could show you text messages over the last two weeks. Anyway, no, over the last two weeks, we had a date in was it like December, yeah, November, something like that. That's yeah. right. And then Nazim said, "Oh, by the way, I forgot. I've got a picnic with." <laughs> no, I was in. Sri Lanka. I was in uh... Oh, you forgot you were going to be in another country. <laughs> Is that yours? This is now. This is what I'm getting off you two for the last couple of months. You, you're a real odd couple because one person's <laughs> blaming the other the whole time. Yeah, but to be fair, you haven't been in contact with me, so you're only getting and, the same side actually, of the story. But Carl yeah. actually works in the same office as you, so why yeah. don't you just go up to him? I did, well. That is a fair point. That, that's also very fair. But we. So I, full disclaimer: I, I work for the project sometimes during the week. Yes. But the writers' room is sort of like a. We we basically have to to go in the back entrance. We're sort of the shunned, yeah. the shunned like part crap, of yeah. the, the help. Oh, really? Yeah, with the help. Yeah, yeah, right. We don't go anywhere near the the on air stars or the, anything like what that. What about the toilets? You get to use the same ones. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> you're in a different. Actually, building. actually no. Really? Oh, because really? Do you know what? So yesterday I was at work. I wasn't on the show I was just doing um, some prep for an interview that I got next week and I used the bathroom that you would use on that floor yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and it's yeah. the first time I've ever used that bathroom oh wow What's because like? well I didn't enjoy it yeah <laughs> there's a lot of signs just saying don't put full toilet rolls yes. down, the, down the tube I saw some really? weird thing yeah. yeah it was like two floods two weeks too much paper yes. or something like yeah. that God, anytime you're in an office and you see a reminder like that in the bathroom like things telling people to like wash their hands before they go back yes please remember to flush it's yeah. like yeah. people in this office needed to be told that yes that's, that's mortifying so, well so I walked in I saw that sign I said well this must be the one the writers use <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really. that's the because I, yeah, yeah. yeah anyway because normally we because we have dressing rooms, so oh, normally I was going to say, where's the business class? Normally, toilets? someone's Where? there holding them, uh, you, you, holding them, w- what wiping we... and washing <laughs> and singing. Yeah, no, that's no. us, the writers. That's yeah. part of our job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Using some of the stuff you've written to wipe with oh, man. Yeah. on occasion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you know what though? In seriousness, it used to be a much better setup because you remember, we've changed offices, right? Yeah, so yeah. When, how long was that? 
two years ago, yeah, a, a year ago. Years ago, two or three years ago. The one before that was great because the writers' room was on the way to the meeting room. So I used to pop in and talk to the writers all the time yeah, and yeah, steal yeah, their yeah. M and You would actually talk to them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, occasionally. Occasionally. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't listen. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just talk. There's a, there's a couple, like Pete Hellier comes in a bit. Because he has to. He has Carrie's to. never like I've wor- I've worked there now. I've worked the project for longer than you for yeah. like eight or nine years or something like that. <laughs> never spoken to Carrie once. Really? Wow. Never. Never comes past. Never anything. This never like spoken a, to it. It's right. like a sideways. The boss. Do, the big boss doesn't talk to me. Nothing. I've got no relationship yeah. with anyone. And why do you think well, that you might be? There, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because every other writer seems to. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we get we get Walid on the pod. Is this your first big question for him? What's Carrie really like? <laughs> <laughs> Can you introduce me? What's the toilets like? Yeah, and yeah. what's Carrie like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but you no. used to have someone in there called Beck Petratus. Yes. Who's not there anymore? Yes, but she was a crucial cog in it because she would stock it with sweets. You're, yes, you're right. Right. So I remember she go- worked on social media, and she she would notoriously just fill up buckets full of lollies and chocolates. Yeah, yes. and it was extraordinary. And because the meeting, because the writers' room was on the way to the meeting room, you would just always duck in and take a handful, and that would trigger a conversation. And it was always interesting. She would she would mix up what she was getting. Yes. So it was like, oh, today it's fantails. Why fantails, Beck? And then you had a basis for. A Conversation right. with oh, the common folk. Days. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, well, I don't know. Was there a science to it, or did she? No, no, no. I think I think she just. It's it's sort of what I do as well. Sometimes in there is if you want to buy, if you want to eat something bad, you just buy a heap of it. Right. And pretend you're being generous. So yeah. <laughs> so I think she was doing that. But that reminds me now. You're right because. She because she'd put free lollies in the writers' room. Yeah, that would mean a lot of people that don't go in there anymore used to go in there. And yes. Carrie Bickmore was one of them. She would walk in and go, "Oh, what's everyone up to?" And just grab a grab of thing fucking and smarties or whatever. <laughs> See, that's a good move. I used to actually stop and talk. Yeah, maybe yeah. I should have just. I don't remember you being in the writers' room now for a year or two. Now, actually, yeah, now that I think of it, but it's because the location of the writers' room now is out of the yes. way. Yeah, yeah, you're so right. So you need some high class lollies to draw yeah, yeah. a lollie in. Is that a good? Asset in someone you work with or not? Because I used to work in an office with a guy who would go down to the lo- to the canteen in the office building at about three in the afternoon when they're just clearing out the Bay Marie, and he just get every- he just would like buy up everything that was in there because it was discount. Because it was yeah, they're just getting rid of it. it's like a dollar for everything or whatever. Yeah. So then he comes up with like all the dim sims and potato cakes and stuff, and it's always like we used to call it the three pm express. Excellent yes. bit of pick me up. But after like a month, I was like, this has to stop. Yeah. Like, I'm feeling atrocious. Yes. It's, well, I would it's get... good for morale, but you just, your body really suffers. Yeah, I must have lost 30 kilograms yeah. since yeah. you guys moved. Well, I would get mad because she'd do that because she's working the social media. Beck was uh, restocking all the chocolates and stuff, and yeah. she's working social media. What's she on? 35k a year? <laughs> she, she's buying all the lollies in the office, and then Carrie Bigmore's walking in and just scooping up a big armful of snakes alive. And it's like, how about you, you spend a million bucks of your own, you know, buying some of this sort of stuff? Oh, uh, we need to get Carrie on the show and do some real gotcha journalism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, you know what? Maybe I should start buying all the lollies in there yeah. so yeah. I can get a conversation going. You should know, though, Carrie's very generous. She's on $35,000 a year. Oh, no, no. <laughs> she's full grown. Gone the rest to fund the writers' room. Oh, so. great, That's great. what's so progressive about the project: the social media person and the host. They're on the and exact same, same salary. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. It's effectively yeah. a communist project. Yeah. Great. Well, the that, communist project. The communist project. <laughs> yeah. Good evening, comrades. Yeah. That reminds me then, because part of the job in the writers' room is that um, you, you sort of rotate around and do different little p- bits and pieces, yeah. apart from just writing jokes. And sometimes you have to be on a shift where you have to deal with the social media, with uh, the Facebook and the Twitter. God, and all that sort I'm of so stuff, sorry. Which. 
Yeah, well, well, exactly. Because you don't have any social media. No. Yeah. And look, doing a bit of work in there, I know why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. You would, if you had social media, you would not be with us right now. Is it, it that bad? It's, it's not good. No, sometimes uh, it's good though. Like, I, I, you know, back remember when he used to nail everything? Remember when there was just always like an article? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everywhere. For sure. We'll eat yeah. nails. We'll eat nails. We'll eat. And then, like Australians do with Tall Poppy, they're just like, you can just stop talking about this guy. Right. And then, you know, people that like him just don't say stuff. Yeah. And it's just all these haters. Yeah, yeah. Just Sorry, so this is a very confronting revelation. Are you? Do you mean to tell me that everybody hates me and I didn't <laughs> no, realize? No, no, no. Is that what's going on here? No, no. But like, I think it's an even more shocking revelation. There's some racist people in this country. Oh, and also, that's because the you're not on social media, we couldn't send you tweets. So that's why we. We've brought you here to tell you. Uh, okay. We're about to read some mean tweets. Yeah, no, no. It's a very it's, elaborate yeah. intervention. That's no. how we had to get onto you. Nazim is basically like your DM folder. Right. That's how we got at you. No, but this, this is something that actually happened, right? So uh, I would be, sometimes I would get a shift where I'd have to deal with all the Facebook private messages yeah. for the show and all that sort of stuff. So you get, obviously there's plenty of complimentary, but then there's just your berserk crazy people that have yeah. got uh, a Commodore as their profile picture <laughs> parked on their lawn and they all come from Townsville for some reason huh. it's like uh, I don't want to discriminate but they all come from Townsville okay. right. it's, it's bizarre how many of them come from Townsville so you're saying don't go to Townsville well I wouldn't if I was you okay right. oh, it's a shame I heard it's a lovely place well you won't get run down because all the cars are on the lawn up there anyway so that's one thing <laughs> but they're all and the, but the th- they all all those messages from those guys up there, they all send them about you. And but yeah, right. the thing that drives me crazy is they never, ever spell your name right. <laughs> yeah. It's I've noticed. Walid. Walid. W-O. Oh. It really fucks up. W-O? I've never okay. seen that one. It's what? constant. Walid. They really? They spell your name Walid. So I've got Wald. I get right. that a lot. Yeah, yeah. A Wellard, yeah, I get that a bit. I didn't. I remember when I was in year twelve, I wrote down. I was bored one day, and I just wrote down every version of my name <laughs> I'd seen on letters that were sent to me. And I got to twenty one. Oh right, wow. yeah, which is some didn't even have correct initials. Well, send what's that, your favourite? Send that. Send that to me, and I'll send it to Townsville so that you can go <laughs> the through variety. All the yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my favourite was probably it was because of context. Once I got Wally. Yep. W-A-L-L-Y. Yep. That almost just sounds like a nickname, though. Yeah, well, what that was, was that this was in a cricketing context. Mm-hmm. I played cricket pretty seriously as a kid, and no one seemed to be able to cope with Waleed. That was too much for, right. for oh, the right. cricketing brain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, right. So it became Wally. And then the surname was spelled was Ellie, E-L-L-Y. And the thing about this was, this was a letter that was sent to me to tell me that I'd been selected in like the rep team right. to play in the under 16s in, <laughs> in Dowling Shield. I think Dowling Shield's still going. I don't know. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, so it was a really big moment. This is like one of the most significant letters I've received in my life, and it wasn't even addressed to me. <laughs> You're not oh. even sure. Yeah, there might have been some mix up. Yeah, there's as some other guy out there Wally called Wally Ellie, Ellie could have had a great career. <laughs> <laughs> But if you get picked for the state Maybe team, he's moved to Townsville. You go out to open the, ba- the batting and you've got some absolute fucking bad version of your name yeah. back. I know, imagine <laughs> that. Hurt. And on the scoreboard. Yeah, oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. Ellie, Mr. Ellie. Yeah. Wally yeah. Ellie. I don't mind it. 
Yeah, you don't mind nice, it? Yeah, it's well, I'm glad you have it. I don't want it. No. I'm sure I'll have it. I'll rebrand. <laughs> He's changed yeah. his name enough times. Yeah. Has, so. yeah. 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 All right. Well, we, 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 I don't want to stay on the project the whole time, but uh, okay. one, more, one more thing I want to bring up for the listeners is just the what I find interesting is, right, so there's f- a lot of people say when you write for the project, like, what are you writing? And you, 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 it's like, no, I didn't write the bushfires. I didn't make but that. That's not one of mine. You've been going around telling everyone you write the this is something we should talk about segments, right? The what? Yeah, there's more. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. no, no. <laughs> Nothing serious. I do not write anything serious in there. Even the people that are sending the hate mail, Chandler's yeah. writing back, yeah, that was all me. I'm a hero. Yeah. I actually, came up no, with I'll, that. I'll finish that off, actually, because because of all the um, the weird messages that they get. And there's so many we- I mean, there's negative ones and then there's just absolutely weird ones. There's a lot of people just going, um, here's my kid doing a backflip. Can we open up the project tonight? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. Get him in, honestly. Yeah, yeah. I, get the, I get those sort of things in my personal email right yeah really? yeah and i get people stopping me in public and just pitching these things <laughs> yeah right to right. me so yeah you're, you're you far get, from alone because yeah. we get a lot of this just even just doing a podcast you must get people the, the one i love is like people stop you in the street and they're like hey um it's my sister's birthday on wednesday can yeah. you just kick off the project yes. with a bit of a happy birthday um, to yes, it? yes people all the time people so many people seem to have a thing in their brain where they think like that's going to happen that's a fine thing to ask. Some yeah. of those, some of that's into charity. If you if you start a charity, they go, this needs to be on TV. Yes. So every day there is someone walking around Wangaratta <laughs> and raising money for cystic fibrosis. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah. It's like, and there's twenty of them, and they all want to be on the project that night. Yeah, that's true. And it's like a very worthy cause, but. Man, I am not watching an hour of fucking yeah. someone in gumboots walking around a country town <laughs> raising five hundred. Dress months. well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'd rather watch the maybe. kid doing a backflip. To be yeah, honest, yeah, yeah, yeah. For yeah. Sure. I, so I remember I used to think that TV worked that way. Probably when I was about six. <laughs> yeah. After that, I got past. So it. you grew up, but all the project watchers haven't. Well, I, don't, well, I, don't know, I don't know year. about all of them. But well, no. to be fair, I guess you do learn that as a kid. You you know you write into Agro's Cartoon Connection, and yeah. they have a bit where they'd bring up birthdays on the screen. Of that's, those kind of shows. That's where it starts. So that's your first exposure to how yeah, TV yeah. works. So now that I'm thinking it out, it's like, I guess it's not unreasonable that people yes. adults think the project works like Romper Room and, we, <laughs> and really can see through the, the mirror or whatever it is, see through the magic window. Yeah. Well, there's, yeah. there's no kids' corner on the project. You know, like on, uh, there's no place where people can send in their cartoons and yeah, drawings and yeah, stuff yeah. like yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, but you, you know what? That's the way the world is, mate. Uh, like, I blame Agro. Saturday Morning Project. Do that. Your oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a ratings war out there, right? <laughs> yeah, you know, okay. We need every six-year-old we can get. What if you like, host? The zero to six. Get Naz, me to host a kid's Naz, corner. you host Saturday Morning Project. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Saturday morning, early morning project. Yeah, with the kids. I'll, and you yeah. can get all the racist, like, five-year-olds from Townsville <laughs> that right. are emailing it to you. Yeah. yeah, I'll get the gum, kids in gumboots yeah, raising yeah. money. Kids have got their tricycles parked on the front lawn up in Townsville. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Naz's cartoon connection. Misspelling yeah. my name. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Perfect. So, so I think the solution to this, by the way, and I haven't, I haven't actually put this into practice, but now that I think I should, is you should say to people, hey, we can't do a shout out because that's complicated with production, <laughs> yeah. but I'll give you a special wave and you'll know. Oh, yes. And oh, you'll know it's right. from you. And so it's the one wave and you tell everybody And that. then yes. that covers everybody. I like it. That's what, I sh- that's what we should do. So open the show, just uh, scratch your head. Yes. It's like that one's for you. Well, I might, <laughs> might do this. Or something. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Certain, yeah. I'll do a little gag hard, signal. A yeah. hard gesture to explain on for a podcast. For those that can't say, he's doing the Heil Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> that's risky territory though because there's people that are actually insane that think that that legitimately is what's happening. You yeah, know what I mean? Like there are people yeah. who are like, 
Well, it's giving me signals <laughs> yeah. through the oh, no, no. Oh, I've time. had that before. Oh, really? That happened. Once. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, my God. so one day I, it was a Friday, and <laughs> by Friday I'm 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 done. Right? <laughs> and so I think we signed. He's just like one of us. <laughs> <laughs> he loves Friday too. Yeah. Um, so I think I signed off with like that. Bollywood hand gesture where you you flick one. your uh, wrist. So it's, it's like, how do you? How would you explain? It's kind of like uh, it's you, just like you rotate your hand and it ends up with an index finger pointing with up with a the gun sky. gun signals. Kind of. Yeah, yeah, what's yeah. going on, Matt? It's just like a like this. Am I doing just, it right? Yeah, that's not too bad. You know, but like just to be quicker, you just just your wrists really got to hand around. Yeah, and have your yeah. index finger so pointing up. I think right. it was at uh, Bride and Prejudice or one of those movies yeah. where they described it as oh, like yeah, changing a light bulb. Yeah, so the the Bollywood dancers, you change the light bulb and you pat the dog with the other hand. Yeah, right? oh, yeah. that one. Anyway, it was the light bulb change bit. Um, apologies to anyone trying to decode this yeah. listening, but anyway, <laughs> I did that once. So Look just, it up. Just yeah, I just said goodbye. I just went, we'll see, you, whatever. Right. And did that hand gesture, and we got on Monday. I came into work, <laughs> and John Law's producer was on the phone. Wanting to talk to me about me doing an ISIS salute. Oh my god! <laughs> yes, at the end of Friday's show, and one of their listeners was incredibly distressed about this, oh, and awesome. decided that this had happened. But how excited were ISIS? <laughs> Stopped you in the street. Can you give us a bit of a shout out on Friday afternoon? <laughs> we made prime time. No, it was so, it was so strange because it was a whole weekend had passed since. But that's a, exactly it. It's like if that was true, it's like well, it happened Friday. It's Monday. Now. Yeah, Clearly, it's fine. It's Another week, happened. Twenty four hour news cycle, yeah. guys. But also, you know, like, I, I like that they've let you. Like inspire a few beheadings over the weekend. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, we'll, no, we'll no. take it up on Monday. Maybe they were waiting for laws. <laughs> no, right, right. Only John Laws could follow this. I, only he could fix it. Yeah. Well, the ISIS is apparently just an index finger up, uh, just pointing. That's up, what I was going to say. Which is, is that... like how how can they own that? Yes. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Everyone points with their yeah. finger. You yeah. can't just start a, a new gang and just say uh, 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 we say hey on this gang. <laughs> yeah. So if anyone says that, that's You'll promoting know. us. Yeah. yeah. You can't do that. But yeah. um, so, so just of, you want to clarify for the listeners that you are not part of ISIS. Do I? Yeah. Okay. I, I thought that was clear enough. Thank you for muddying the waters. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you've ever come out strongly and said, oh hey, you're, you're the one that, that told us what the gang signal for us. Yeah. 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 Exactly. You're the only one that knew. I love uh, the idea that we'd have a guest on this program without without having full confirmation that they're yeah. not a part of ISIS. I know. It's one of, We're of, not all, picky. of all the podcasts that I could have been, all the television shows I could have been invited onto and had to declare I'm not a member of ISIS. <laughs> to be, to, yeah, to be fair, this out of all the podcasts, this is probably the most ISIS friendly podcast. Podcast, yeah. Really. So, oh yeah. You know they're going to quote that, yeah. and then they're going to quote. No, 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 <laughs> I, sh- yeah. I should clarify. I did not endorse that statement. Yes. Yeah. He does not endorse me and Tommy's absolute strong links with ISIS. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I get dragged into this? Hey, hey, we want to get in the Daily Mail. You, you might yeah, not want to, but we ahead. want to get in the Daily Mail. <laughs> there is no doubt that's exactly. You, do, you guys what do, do have an actual army behind you, like a yeah, dumb, yeah, dumb club. Yeah, they're worse than ISIS. Why didn't you tell me just how like sinister this thing was? ISIS, ISIS. Don't ring you and text you in the middle of the night, which is what we got. So, yeah. they're, they're worse. They're, they're, uh, for, for, just so you know, there's a, there's a bit of a running thing at the moment where they've put my phone number around toilets around <laughs> Melbourne and stuff like uh, that, or wherever it is. And I'm, I'm some, a, a listener got his number. How you, no, you read your number. My out. number's been out for years on this podcast, and so they do different things. A new thing at the moment is they're putting my number up in toilets, and I'm getting a lot of. 
a lot of horny truck drivers. I was uh, wondering about what do they sound like? What do they say? They don't ring; they just text. And I'm, I got a lot last night. Are, and my, my my go-to thing is now they ask for pictures, and I send the pictures of Tommy. <laughs> and then Tom Tommy Tommy posed for a lot of topless pictures for me to send out. So oh, I've been good. doing that long before this truck driver thing. He just had him anyway in, right. in, in the bank, ready to go. This was more of a wedding present that he sent. Over. Right, I see. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So now I'm sending them, thinking this is a funny thing. But then I send them, and then of course that just. I didn't realise that Tommy's physique is so uh, uh, such a so popular in the in the bear community. Oh, you realised? I've seen the way you look at me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you realise? I've been sending them out as a bit of a joke, like "Ha ha, this isn't a picture of me," and then they just get more interested. Do, wow. do, do they send yeah. photos back? They they either send photos back or they go, "Do you want to send? Do you want photos back?" Um, and then and then it just escalates from that. So, so I've, what do you mean? I, I, got bunch, I got a bunch last night, and and. So it, my initial thought is always like, I'll send this out and this will be funny. And then they kept texting back and then I get scared. I don't know why I get scared, but right. I just get scared that somehow they're going to hunt me down well, you're and shy. fuck me. Yeah. <laughs> you're yeah. playing hard to get. Has your wife seen pictures of guys just pop up on your phone? Oh, uh, yeah. She, I, I've had to hide some stuff. I'm like, <laughs> oh, I'm like oh, that's like... <laughs> don't uh, worry about the, it. Yeah, it's yeah, for the pod. It's comedy. Yeah. <laughs> it's work. Oh, my yeah, God. You have, the, you have the best job for excuse making. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anything. Oh, it's just comedy, uh, babe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's all a joke. It's just comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another podcast prank. Are, yeah. is your, are, are any of these places that bear your number, are, are there any of them in Townsville? <laughs> oh, well, that's a good question. I don't think... Or are I'm they all sure. more local than that? Well, we don't know. Because did, yeah. the hard thing is, when someone sends me a dick pic, I don't go, where did you get this number from? You can't recognise the, the background. What, what, sub, what postcode is this from? Is this dick in? Yeah, you need to do like in a hacker movie where you like download the image and then do like geotagging on the like oh, yeah, yeah, that, know, the yeah, data yeah. of the I, image. I think you should... Don't you want to know? I, yeah. I do, but I just don't know the, the right time to ask because, like, literally there's one that's still going this morning, like, from last night. I sent pictures back last night, and then it just kept going all night because I wouldn't answer because I got scared. This is and then so they, funny. They think, they think I'm playing hard to get now, so they're just, like, yeah. getting more and more desperate. So I wake up to, like, so they texted all night last night, and I just let it all go, and then I wake up to a message this morning going, do you want to taste my cum? This Whoa. is so good. This Because this is, like, you've been with your wife, what, like, 15 years or something now? And it's just like you've been inadvertently kind of like thrust back into the dating game. Like yeah. just you. Oh, I'm, I'm on Grinder now. Yeah. I, I predate Tinder, but I'm going straight to Grinder. It's just like I'm shy. He said, "Do I want to taste this cum? I don't know what to write back." Yeah. It's been such a long time. No, what did you yeah, say? Yeah. But I like that you're staying match fit for the eventuality. Yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, what was your response? Oh, no resp- Well, I can respond right now if you want. Yeah. No, I, I don't know that I need to be no, complicit no, no, in this. No, no. Oh, well, so I, well, want- the last bit is: Do you want to? Taste my. Do you want to taste my cum? So what? What? Can't leave a question like that. After you've sent a photo of Tommy. Yes. And what what happened after the Tommy photo? This this is all the. This is all the. You read the whole thing. You read the whole thing. All right. So sent. I found your. I found your number, Carl. Any pics? I send this picture of Tommy. Uh, topless picture of Tommy oh, with wow. a cowboy hat on. Well, oh, that's very saucy. I don't, like what's what's with the good lighting? Sucking on your own finger bit. That's a passport photo. Oh, okay, right. Yeah. That's before they changed the regulations. Yeah. No that's, smiling bit. Yeah. A lot of hair. What's with the sucking on the finger? Yeah, that's a that's the second ISIS salute. <laughs> <laughs> that's the ISIS after dark salute. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's the one finger ISIS thing, and just how much I love ISIS. Right. So, I want to eat ISIS. I want to eat you up, ISIS. <laughs> well, then, so it's, 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 it says you far from you far from here. And it's like, oh, yeah, well, that's when I should have asked, asked. Where's here? Where's here? From where? Come on, Carl. So, oh, you're going to yeah. be single forever if you keep this up. <laughs> and then he said, 
what about what's below? And then does the thinking face. Um, and then big big gap of me being scared and, and running home and hiding under the bed. And then not keen to show me. Then the, pray, the prayer hands really would appreciate a sneaky look. May want to help you to... And then squirt emoji. Oh, oh yeah, nice. And then want to see mine. And then What did nuff- you say? N- get no no messages back. I'm oh, too okay. scared. So you're not replying at all. Is no. So hang on. So in this exchange, what you've done is you've <laughs> advertised like your number in a public place. Yes. Then upon first contact, yes. you sent a topless, um, <laughs> sexy, sexy ISIS photo. Yes. And I just realised. Then you've just gone. So you've ghosted. I know. Yeah. But, he, but he's you're a fuckboy. Do you have the read receipts on? So does he know that you're reading? No, I'm not okay. that old. Come on. Uh, yeah. Come on. Right. Come on, mate. I've been around the block a few times. You're shy. You're just. I know I'm apparently old school advertising by putting my number for a good time at, on toilets, but I'm not that old school. A couple so of people actually call up those numbers. That's what I've been talking thought... about the last couple of weeks. It still works. It's, it's better crazy. than Facebook advertising. How long has yeah. it been up there? So apparently a few, uh, like a month or so. A couple of months now. So, so how much traffic are we talking about here? Oh, I've got a couple of dozen messages. So for a comedy festival show, you could just say for a good time, call, and then you give them the... Oh, oh comedyfestival.com.au. Yeah, we're just like. Oh, yeah, yeah that, that sounds yeah. like a good way to <laughs> have a good relationship with the comedy festival organizers. <laughs> or do you mean you just get material for the show this or way? The sh- or the project studio audience. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. So, hang on. What time of day is this text message exchange happening? Uh, if you can call it an exchange. It started at 10 o'clock. PM. 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 Okay. Yeah. So, hang on. I only just realized you're sending these. You're sending these men. Yeah. Let's say let's assume men. Yep. You're sending them this photo of me yep. and you're basically saying that's you. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Which means you could be cleaning up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I can see this coming back to bite me in the ass in a big way. Yeah. Oh, well that's what this guy wants to do actually. <laughs> <laughs> Just it's circling back around like you know, a, be a gay friend of my girlfriend being like, I've got some bad news for you. I found this number on a toilet wall. You could be, this picture, if I send this to enough people, you could become a gay icon because all these people are, you know, are going to be super horny and be chasing this, this, white, this new white whale yep. going... Oh, we, we've all talked to him, but we've never got any action out of him. We've got yeah, to track okay. him down. I don't know. I'm just going to rewind on a, a couple of things. Right. Sure. One is, how many places have your number? Is it just this one place? I again, I don't know. Look, the, the I don't think you're anywhere near curious enough about how this has happened or why. No, it sounds pretty curious to this me. Is, this has happened just so just so you know. <laughs> this has happened for all this sort of stuff has happened for years. My numbers. Oh, been this is just years. your life. This is my life. Right. <laughs> okay. That's why yeah. he's not. Yeah, he's not asking questions and stuff. Because I went, it's not that interesting to him. I, yeah. I went through three months where they changed the name of Guzman and Gomez in South Yarra to my number. So I was just getting nothing but calls and messages about. <laughs> About cold burritos for three months. So, like, and I've you, talked this stuff before. And you never change your number. No. <laughs> you, you quite enjoy this, don't you? Well, it's something to talk about, isn't He's it? Yeah, yeah. Look at him. He's sick in the head. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Now, the my other question is for you, Tommy. Mm. What were the circumstances that led to that photograph? Oh, we, so with, this was when we started talking about this on the podcast a couple, a couple of, of months ago. ago. Okay. This was, it was... The, so the, it was a purpose-built photograph. It was purpose... Yeah, it was, sent, it was to send back to one of the first people who'd messaged it Carl. Was, no, right. what was the back of it? His number being on the truck <laughs> yeah. stop. What was happening was the first couple of messages, I was taking pictures of Tommy without him knowing. And right. then I unveiled it to him on the podcast and said, "This is I've been seeing these pictures out." So he was basically, "Well, he, let's pose for a photo then. Let's yeah. get a better so, one." So, what were the photos you were sending that Just you'd taken? Me of... eating chips. Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, there's a, there's a okay, was the problem that that wasn't reeling in enough fish or something? No, like, that was what? going well, but yeah. I guess we wanted to see if we could up the ante. And, and did it yeah. work? Yeah, well, yes. I mean, the last message is, is the last message this morning is. I am keen to taste your cum. Okay, so, so, yeah, it is worth it. <laughs> no, but what I want to know is, is the chip-eating photograph eliciting the same response? Uh, well, You're not sending the chip-eating photo once you've got the yeah, shirtless exactly. cowboy. Right. So you, you never actually no, no, but I want to know whether it makes a difference. Did, I want to well, know whether eating chips is yeah. just as alluring. Yeah. Okay. As, oh, it, as send that, send the chip to... one back to... What was it? Do you want to taste my cum? Yeah. Just say, too busy, too busy, too busy eating these chippies. Doritos. <laughs> I've got my mouth full already. All right, All right I'll do well, that now. Doritos. You're far too good at no. this, Nazim. <laughs> I've had my number up in a few toilets. No, um, yeah. what are you actually? Because the problem is now, because we talked about this a couple of months ago, mm. the truck stop thing. So that. By was, the way, I've been scrolling the... through trying to decide what uh, pictures to send him, and have like really have. Nearly sent pictures of my child and wife, <laughs> oh my which would have been God. a little bit confusing. <laughs> yeah. It's a little bit dangerous. Cut. Yeah. The problem now, Elite, is because we talked oh about God. this original. Uh, it, it was as far as when you one truck stop w- toilet wall that it was written on. Right. But because we've now talked about it on the podcast, we might be dealing with some copycats. <laughs> yeah. This could like be on multiple it's truck gone stop viral. walls now. I, I have had a few people send me pictures of. My number written on new places now. So I'm, like, right, so I'm torn between talking about it and not talking about it. It doesn't sound like you're torn, mate. You're really going for it. No. Okay, how about this? How about it we actually? Like I'm co- going to be torn Would you like, soon. <laughs> why don't you ask the guy if he if he wants to come and talk about it on the pod? Like, no. Oh my god. How we no. found it. The circumstances. I, I think that's a really terrible idea. Yes. No, I mean, who know, he it might could be. be the last podcast. <laughs> yes. Or at least call him. You've got his phone. No, on. I don't need to do any of that stuff. This is. I'm he scared to text him. Back. Well, so I just want to know what the type, what, what type of person calls up a number for. Like, is he a, a young person? Is he really old? Is he a blue collar worker? Is he? Oh, so okay. So I should ask for a pick then. Yeah, but you're not going to get a pick face. that reveals yeah. any of that. Just say right. on for starts. I or suspect just... you're going to get a different sort of a picture. Yeah. Yeah, I like yeah. the arc of me on this episode. I opened it by saying I was nervous, and then half an hour later, it's me going, "Hey, Waleed, check out all the men who want to fuck me." <laughs> <laughs> I also right. like that he's been complaining. It's taken six months to get to this point, and he spent the whole time talking about this thing he apparently doesn't want to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you finally, <laughs> finally got Waleed. He's like, "You want to?" I've sent out a picture. I've sent out the chip eating picture. Okay. Can I say one thing? Did you know about two, about one or two years? Oh, you've sent that one. I've sent that one back. I said I'm busy right now. They're good chips too, by the way. The Big Mac fries at Spleen. Yep. Shout out. (laughs) You're looking for some kind of sponsorship deal in this content. (laughs) I eat them all the time. That's how we got that physique from the first (laughs) picture. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, weren't you named the number one culture maker in Australia like about a year or two? He might not admit it. Was I? I didn't. Yeah, I it was like know. there was some sort of list of people that are most influential in culture, and and you've, you've got a the, the well historically. I don't know what year it was. Most influential person uh, in Australia. Right. And this is what you spend time talking about. <laughs> well, this is a kind of culture, I guess. Yeah, yeah. What's wrong with this? There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, yeah. This is grassroots. It's coming up to Mardi Gras as we're recording this. Yeah. yeah. Well, all right, all right, all right. Back to the project for one, one second. Because <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but no, but this is, this is one, one more thing I want to bring up. Which, which, uh, by the way, the reason I brought up the, the, the Townsville, all those messages is... Yes. Can you what? shout out this horny truck driver on the project? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
Do a signal if you want to <laughs> meet him at the Ballarat <laughs> truck stop. Oh, that's um, right. I started all this with signal talk. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. no. Yes. I'm so sorry. But th- those messages, so I was on the feedback one day and I, was, I remember being there, I was hungover and I was in a shitty mood or whatever it was. <laughs> and there was, so you, you'd done something the night before that had just lit up the switchboards, right? And right. so uh, uh, it, one of those days you walk in there and, and, and in the writer's room you know, like someone will go, look, someone said something last night and just... Just be ready with the oh, feedback. No. Just just get ready. Oh, and so there's like a million messages. And there was a lot of... And this is years ago. This is actually years ago. So there was all different people working in there then. Yeah. Um, and I get... I, I have to go through them. And there's all these negative ones about you and a lot of wallied. And I'm, and I'm like, you know what? I'm hungover. I'm already pissed off. Something had happened. I'm like, fuck this. So I start, just start going them back. I, I just start having a crack back at them. What happened? And I was like just saying, just being a mega smart ass going, oh... You look like a fucking genius, so I'll be sure to I'll, I'll be sure to write down all these messages, and we'll make sure the show's all fixed for you by tomorrow night. Don't worry about that. And I'm sending all these messages just because I'm in an absolute shitty mood. Just going mask off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. So then a week later, um, I get called into a meeting. Uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah, just by my direct, not not by the big cheeses or anything like that. Just by my direct boss, and it's like. Yeah, you were feedback on this day, and you uh, <laughs> and look, we were getting a lot of complaints about the the feedback people were. So the cheek of these people from Townsville were like coming in, going "fuck you" or right. "we'll lead," and then I'm going, "Oh, how how's your fucking shit ass holding on?" <laughs> and then they're going, "Oh, the project, we're going to drag the project for this." Yeah, yeah. So Never got, have I been so insulted in all my life. Yeah, exactly. So you got complaints about the the feedback to complaints? Yes, exactly, exactly. Wow. So I, I love I love you set up to Waleed, who doesn't know you very well. Like, yeah, you know, I was really hungover or I was in a bit of a bad mood. Me and Nazim, like, this would have just been an average day. <laughs> we know what you're exactly. like. So you say, yeah, you woke up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but I think about this a lot, right? But I, don't, I never think to go to the writer's room because it doesn't occur to me that that's where... That's where it happened. Because I often talk, you know, the, there's in the office and you walk in, there's the reception desk. Yep. And there are two people who man, and it's usually the same two women who do it. Yes. And so I will frequently go to them and check in and say, how are the phones today oh, or whatever. Because right. yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate the idea that I've said something or we've done something and yeah. now they're and someone else is having to cop hell. it. For some reason, it's more tolerable knowing it's you on the other end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, it's exactly like these, these messages today. Like these people aren't ringing up off the toilet wall. So it's not going to front desk. It's not going to reception. Ah. They're messaging stuff through. Yeah. Carl, you're copying. actually the best man for the job. For yeah. That sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it depends what you want the job to Yeah, exactly. Because exactly. I thought I was doing a good job. I thought it was funny, but I, I did cop it for it. So, well, it was yeah. probably on brand. Yeah, yeah. To some extent. Oh, what are you supposed yeah. to do when someone complains? Like, what's the correct response yeah, to? Yeah, what's protocol? Well, Ed, you didn't talk enough about blah. Or like, what are you supposed to say to you, them? There's like set little, um, uh, uh, what do you call it? Order. Templated responses. Right. Nah, so, you know, we, they, you know, anyone who's going to like, you know, write in and have a crack about stuff like that, fuck him. More shows should have someone like you. They're a real yeah. fixer. You're right. You're just prepared to put them on Fuck, blast and go off. I think this is off. the first time anyone on this show has been on my side. This is all. First time Tommy's been on your side. Yeah. Mm. Weird. Weird. No, I, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm with that. Yeah. Someone who's writing in being a, being a fuckhead about It was definitely people who deserved stuff, it. Like, people that were being yeah. assholes about so, it. So, okay. But is it harder for you guys... So I don't obviously I don't know what it was that triggered all of that. Yeah, I don't. Right. It was years ago. Yeah, was it actually a big problem, or was it just something that some people got heated up about, but I, wasn't a big problem? It was. It was a. I don't remember what it was, but it was definitely one of those days where it was a lot. It was whatever you'd said had been a divisive thing, 
and it was a lot of feedback. So is it harder or easier if you agree with what was said? Um, well, do, oh, gee, that's a tough question because it's not like a, a, if, if, if someone's sending positive messages in, yeah, it, that's an easy one because yeah. you just go, thanks for your yeah. response and that's an easy button to click. <coughs> yeah, but I wrote that. My name's Carl. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> that were my bushfires. I wrote that. Um, but yeah, if it's something divisive, it, there's a lot of different buttons to press, right. a lot of different messages so you have to send out. you don't care whether you agree with the substance of the thing that's been said. Well, you just care day. about... I yeah, you would, have, you would have agreed with what... While it had said, if you were yes. going into bat for it, yes. Yeah. Or is there yeah. someone controversial? Like you know, Steve Price. You know, he says stuff all the time, which is unpopular. Yeah. Then how do you guys deal? Like, uh, it's, deal again, there's templated responses. Uh, we have a templated response that says, "Yes, we know Steve Price is a fucking idiot. Get on with it." <laughs> right. Okay. No, we don't have that. We don't. Again, that was me hungover one day. I apologise for those messages. But you, you got a drinking problem. <laughs> <laughs> But all right, so there's one more thing, one more culture within the project that I want to uh, broach you, uh, uh, broach with you, and yeah. also you've been a, a panel member as well recently. Oh, once, yeah. yeah, once. So you know this now. Stressful. So the f- yeah, go on. Ask you. Oh, no callback. Mm, all right. Sorry, yeah. what was that? <laughs> <laughs> no. no well, leads back. No callback. <laughs> yeah, this was well too white for the both of us. It's because there was too many messages complaining saying Nozim. <laughs> Why are you sitting over there? Yeah. So um, <laughs> Nozzy Hossy. <laughs> so. So uh, part of what we do in the writer's room is we – so there was, there's stories on the show and then the writer's room will write like funny little tags off the back of it, little jokes off the back of it. So yeah. it'll generally be like there'll be something uh, happening in Iraq, there'll be something, uh, bad weather conditions in, in New South Wales and then, oh, and um, Wobsy the, the dog got his head stuck down the dunny today. <laughs> and, um, I and love then, that Wobsy story. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, then, and then it comes back and then, uh, and then you say – uh, oh, looks! That was a big dog. That must be like a, a full flush, not a half flush. Yeah, something like oh, that, right? Good stuff, Waleed. Classic, That's classic Waleed. Classic. <laughs> yeah. Now those little asides off the back, we the writers' room will write like a bunch of them, right? Yeah. Heaps of them, and then those will be <laughs> those will be compiled and then put out to uh, people on the desk for so the whole day yeah. writing them. Pages yeah, yeah, yeah. and pages yeah. of jokes about a dog with its head down the toilet. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> Whether or not that's the news story, by yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah, Just... yeah, every day. <laughs> that, I'm pitching that story in the morning every morning because yeah. I've got plenty of those jokes up myself. Yeah. You're going out and getting dogs and putting them down the toilet <laughs> yeah. so there's stuff to write about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know this story's about ISIS, but I'm on the dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> an <laughs> epidemic. Funnily enough, a lot of our ISIS jokes don't get up on the show yeah, no one wants to read those jokes that is out. Strange, yeah. so we need to write the dog d- dunny jokes instead <laughs> so that means um uh those pages of jokes go out to people that are on the on the desk which yeah. means that you get some and uh, pete hellier will get some carrie will get some and then whoever the fourth one like a nazine will mm. get some maybe yeah. sometimes and then there are some people on the desk that aren't allowed to to get them there's always a little bit of politics where what do you mean well there's there's some people that aren't judged as like uh, being worthy of uh oh so like the, the the writers actually don't give the jokes to all the panelists yeah because oh, some of them are not good at get, well they're the jokes. not comedians so they're probably they're it might be wasted but, on yeah them. Yeah, maybe. no way. Yeah, but I think usually I see. I don't actually know all the details of this, right? Yep. But I think usually the fourth doesn't get it. I got it. Yeah, but maybe that's because you are. I do comedy. comedy, but yeah. I think generally speaking, because the idea is you want the person who's in that chair just to be yes themselves. Yes, exactly. Oh. Whereas the rest of us are not at any stage to be ourselves. Yeah, 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 that's, yeah. That's the. <laughs> That is the rule. But that's what I was going to say. The politics of all that is like, yeah, it's interesting when someone doesn't get it and then someone does get it. But then 
what's good is in the writers' room you barrack for your jokes to get up. Yeah, right. So yeah. Pete is you know the the registered comedian on the yeah. panel most nights, and so he's always pushing through, and we're always like, ah, oh, Pete, yeah, great, right? He'll do one, or if he doesn't do one, all of a sudden, like you're like bonus points. So if you is do one right? of those jokes, we're like, yes, I had no well, idea he's doing them. Really? Yeah. So I think I could be wrong because I don't watch the show. I'm on it, so you, it's a, you have a different perspective. Yeah. But I don't feel like I use them very often at all. No, but that's what but I'm that's saying. That's what makes bonus you a bonus. Points. Yeah. Yeah. So, right, so, so what leads the three-pointer line? Yes, yeah, yes. Nice. That's really interesting. Yeah. What, what's the reward that you get for bonus points? Well, there's no, ex- there's no physical reward. It's more. It's not like you get any extra in the pay packet. It's right, more okay. like, you know, sometimes I've had writers come in job and satisfaction. Go, Wooly did one of my jokes last night. <laughs> and you go, oh, all right, mate. We've all got... It's like getting a Pete joke on's easy. <laughs> right. But, you know... Carrie did one and nailed it. You go, right. fuck yeah, that must have been a good joke. Yes. Yeah. So it's complicated for us though in the middle, in the middle of the desk because Pete usually kicks off. Yes. And I find, so there, there have been nights where I don't even look yeah. because it's like, well. Because you see Chandler's writing. No, but, no, no they, that's <laughs> usually <laughs> when I look just to see, I wonder what the hell. No, no, the dog, no, there's no, no dog in, with why a is, in the toilet tonight. Why is the dog there? Um, no, <laughs> why no, has but, he just drawn a cartoon of the dog? <laughs> yeah, how am I meant to say that? No, no, but because Pete usually leads off, yeah. I find that a lot of those lines yeah. only work immediately off. Yes. So it becomes really hard to use. Yes. Right? Yes. But then occasionally what happens is, so I find that they can be useful in two ways. One is uh, you've just read them and it's lodged. Yep. And for some reason, by some miracle, the Red Sea parts and the conversation leads you directly to what that line would be. And then you would go for it. Or Absolutely agree. Yeah. And I've seen you do that. Right. And I had no intention of saying it. Yes. And then suddenly it was like, oh, that's that thought. And yeah, you're whatever. hanging over the ring and then all of a sudden Larry Bird just put, puts one over the top <laughs> yeah. and you go, alley-oop, thank you. So yeah. You're yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Isis, what a pack of cunts. Thank you, Chandler. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, how cute's that dog? Um, the other one, which I think find is actually more common, is where the joke itself isn't what's useful, but it makes you think about the story in a way that you otherwise wouldn't ah, okay. and you say something that's three steps removed that's but right. you never would have got there that's right thank you welcome Carl the... Chandler really makes you think <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah yeah that's right some real head scratches in the Chandler packet yeah, that, full, yeah full flush that is interesting yeah because yeah. some people some people would actually only half flush that dog's yeah. it really yeah, right. makes you think how did this guy get this job is this meant to be funny <laughs> it's stressful like I did that one episode and it was bloody like there's people talking in your ear yep. there's uh, you you know, they go, oh, um, p- 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 whoever, you know, Lisa's going to ask this question, then go, go, kind of come to you now. Anyway, whilst the package is playing and there's like 10 seconds to go, they go, actually, we're going to sw- uh, sw- uh, swap it up. Now you're asking the question second. And I'm just like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. And uh, it's just so confusing. I, yeah. I felt like I was just watching the show most of the time. Like, yeah. it's just... What if you found out afterwards that the earpiece wasn't even on and you just had <laughs> a full <laughs> automatic <laughs> episode? Oh, the worst thing is and actually, it was me. Okay, Do I the use, joke. Do the dog joke. I use one of the Harry Potter, no, Harry, um, Prince Harry jokes. Um, <laughs> Harry, Harry Potter? Potter. Same, <laughs> Right off the bat, they go, all right, Naz, actually, we're going to come to you just for the break, um, 10 seconds. And I was like, what am I going to say for 10 seconds? I don't talk in 10-second blocks. So yeah. then I just went straight to one of the jokes, and they and they work. Yeah. yeah. I, well, I don't think you're working that day, though. Yeah. yeah. So who was it that boasted about it the next day, you said? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you, tell, you told me. You the, the worst thing about them is when you read a few, and you go, that? Is genius. There is no way 
that it's going to fit in. There's no way I could deliver it. Oh, really? Well, no, yeah. Oh. That does happen quite a lot. So maybe should I file a report with that so that you get bonus points? Yeah, yeah, w- yeah. Would that be bonus points? Or is it like, is the thrill... The thrill is getting your joke on TV. And right. the bonus thrill is a non-comedian. Right. And someone who's described as an intellectual has thought... A culture maker, joke mate. is good enough. <laughs> it is a culture no, no, but, icon. but what if yeah, I think it's good enough... Yeah. But I just but you can't, can't use it. It's, yeah. Oh, you can't use it. What, what then? then Maybe right salute. at the end of the show when you sign off, just say apologies, Carl Chandler. I, his dog <laughs> head down the dunny joke yeah. it wasn't appropriate at the time. Yeah. Just like like when we don't get to a segment occasionally. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, go, yeah. Post- just before we go, here are several of the jokes we didn't get to <laughs> yeah, tonight. Yes. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, just yeah, do yeah. it as the credits are rolling. You stand up and you just Leno style. You just go into <laughs> right, a full okay. monologue sure. of yeah. all the jokes that wouldn't fit into the show. <laughs> sure, I think our format's elastic enough for me. Why do you start the project with a monologue? Yeah, just, just one night. Try it. One night. Yeah. <laughs> Here are a bunch of jokes I probably won't use. They'll make sense later. Yeah, 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 yeah. We haven't seen the stories yet, but out of context, he's a few zingers. Yeah. <laughs> Get a band leader in there. That'd yeah. be great. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> good one, Waleed. Me with sunglasses on. <laughs> Pink cowboy hat, no shirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, get him, Waleed. Making you own job there. Nice. I like it. All right, all right, are we right. still talking about the trucking thing or yeah, what? Yeah, I, think so. I think we're, we're gradually <laughs> making that a segment, not only in our show, but in your show. Yeah, so. that's right. All right, we'll get off the project for a minute. All right, all right. Okay. We'll get to Naz. All right, Naz. All right, what? I'm just here to... I'm just here for, as a buffer. Oh, really? Okay. No, He's no. a chaperone. <laughs> <laughs> He's done a pretty crap job, I think. <laughs> we, um, I, what I like, so you've been on the project lately as a, once. As a, once okay. Yeah, I oh, know. No, but as a guest. As a guest. As a guest. As a guest. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Your, your profile's growing and growing and growing. Oh, because we mate. started sort of at the same time together. I actually only realised that when we were talking about it the other day. Yeah. We did the, you know, you came, did you come to any of the Raw Comedy Heats? No, you didn't, yeah. did you? Yeah, you did, yeah. yeah. Uh, at the, yeah, at the Evelyn. Carlton or... Fitzroy? You might have watched... Yeah. No, it wasn't the Evelyn. No, no, what, no sorry, what? Somewhere else in Fitzroy. It was the Evelyn, right? Yeah, the Evelyn. Yeah, no, no, you came to the Evelyn. Really the That's Evelyn. where Carl... And you would, might have actually seen Carl do yeah. his raw comedy... You would have seen him start his comedy career. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we were in the same uh, state final. final. And we you came... I'm pretty final. sure you came to the state final. Yeah, I think I did. Because I, I didn't go to the national final. No, no, yeah. yeah. We were in the same state final. <laughs> you saw Carl. Yeah, yeah, Start yeah. Comedy. Yeah, I, I came... Start in comedy. I came equal runner-up. You, you came I didn't, equal... No, I didn't. No, I, didn't, I, didn't. I didn't. So basically, so for, 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 for those of you that don't know my, how I got into comedy, I did raw comedy with... Um, so, you know, I entered and basically most of the Muslim community came. Well, the pub was full of Muslims. It was... Yeah. And no one was buying alcohol. With, yeah. Just hijabs and beards. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot of... A lot of soda water. A lot of soda water. And no one was... And, and the, the other thing is... And, so a, lot you, of, and a lot of... A lot of white comedians, a lot of you know middle-aged white comedians on stage, get, getting fucking nothing. You get exactly yeah. so, so which good, is, which is the rude thing. I was like, I actually get annoyed. I was like, at least like pretend to laugh at the others. Like you're allowed to, you know, laugh at theirs. Like they were just like no. they were so loyal. So what yeah, you've, been, you've been scowling at us for a decade. We're gonna scowl at you. Yeah, and yeah. then they were just like raw and like I wouldn't even get to, to be the jokes fair. Yet. All the all the all the dumb young white comic material was not too relatable to right, the audience. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. Oh, but come on, your first open mic is a lot like your first time having. Sex, like yeah. you got to give him that. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's a super hack joke for everyone. <laughs> comedy, but yeah. Anyway, so yeah, so, so heat after heat, it would just be like pubs full of Muslims. Yeah, and then the yeah, so because I got it through. was you and, and, then, and so, so, so I did it the first time. Then Amir saw me and was like, "Oh, I can do it." So he that's entered. Uh, Amir Rahman. Rahman. Yeah. So no, but we were in the same year, right? Same year. And then yeah. Muhammad saw me. Muhammad and so me and Amir do yeah. Muhammad who Muhammad Alasi. So he also right. so we formed a trio called Fear of a Brown. And Man. you were trying to get me. 
Was to, it Armour who was trying to recruit me into this no, thing? No, I mean, our stories differ here, but basically before this, I remember I called up the Melbourne Comedy Festival and said, hey, me, my friend Waleed, and I, I don't know if I said the names, but it was, it was you, me, and Armour. Yeah. We wanted to do a show for the Melbourne Comedy Festival. How do we, like, do it? And they go, oh, have you done comedy before? I go, oh, nah, but so how do I book a venue? They go, so you've never done stand-up? They go, I said, no. Nah. They go, well, maybe you should try to do this thing called raw comedy. Right. Go, What's that? You're like the guys, it's my birthday. Can you announce it on the program? <laughs> <laughs> they, they go, oh, it's just five minutes. Go, I go, five minutes? Like, I was just like, what the hell? Like, five minutes is not... Like, we want to do an hour show. And yeah, like, yeah. I don't know how I thought that was possible. Anyway, so that's why I entered raw. And I remember talking to you about it after that conversation with whoever it was at the Melbourne Comedy Festival. And I don't know why you didn't... So you just put my name forward without I don't think me. I put your name forward. I basically called up the Comedy Festival. I remember I was at RMI TV at the time. And yeah. I made the call. Um, but we were talking about it. Yeah, and at no stage did I want to do this. <laughs> yeah, no. But while we were having the conversation, and why was it in my mind at the time? So, I'm not crazy. So this is what happened. So, uh, uh, that, so, he, so that, well, he could have been a yeah, stand-up. He, yeah, and, and so he was probably there in that night at the, the state final. So what yeah. happened was... Yeah. I got equal runner-up with... There was like four equal runner-ups or whatever. And they didn't put... I was the only person out of the winner and the, and the runners-up that didn't go through the final. They just didn't put me through the final. Really? Yeah, because the guy, the guy that ran it at the time didn't like me. So he... I was one of the runners-up and he wasn't there at the time. And I, from the sound of it, he got back and then went, what the fuck is this? That's and not happening. me out. So anyway, I then met you about a, maybe a year later or something at yeah. another show. Or within within the next year, and I remember meeting you, and you were, and oh, I was yeah. like, oh, it's 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 that's Two, from the yeah, from the yeah. from the final that I met there at the night, and I was like, oh, hey man, and oh. then you go, I oh, know, oh yeah, you're that guy that like sort of tries to rip off Stephen Wright. Did I say that? Yeah, 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 yeah. I would have tried to be complimentary. But it was like it was like it was like you were very sort oh, of no. like you weren't like hey man you were just like. Oh, you're that Stephen Wright ripoff guy. Okay, can whatever. I be honest? And I, like, that's not. I, I don't go up to people and say insults to their face. That like doesn't it. sound like that's not, I would have been like, "Hey, you're like Stephen Wright. I, right, right." But I, but if it came off, like I that, think it came that, anyway. Even my, if I'm trying to be a dick, yeah, yeah. I don't say it like that. My can I just being, say quickly? You guys have had this conversation on the podcast at least twice before, right. <laughs> in this exact way where you don't remember it every time oh you God, get told. I don't remember this conversation. <laughs> but but this feels brand new to me. Well. <laughs> I thought I may have brought this up, but I have a new end to it because okay. because <laughs> You've been I, on this always, conversation bit. I've always thought of that of that bit and gone, man, that was sort of that was sort of rude for him to say that. But then I was talking to you. <laughs> Is that why not, I didn't get invited to the wedding? And did yeah. I say this last time? <laughs> but then I was talking to you not long. Ago. We were talking about this whole yeah. thing. We realised we were, you know, you didn't realise we were in the same state final. And I was always like, yeah, yeah, yeah because you know we came uh, equal runner up, and then you went through to the final, and then you go. That wasn't. Me. <laughs> <laughs> you thought I was Armour. Yeah, you were like, oh, that was one of the other ones. <laughs> oh, wow. You're Stephen Wright ripoff. Yeah, yeah. How did, exactly. How did Armour end up in he, the national final, though? He actually, he did, he was really good. Very no, no, polished. No, I'm not denying that, but right. how did he get. Oh. My memory of it was that you were in the same year and you were in the state so final and he wasn't a No, he was in the state then, final. So me, him, and I. Th- no, Muhammad wasn't. No, it was but the two were, of you. Yeah, and, and so like, again, at that, even at the state, there was about half the pub full of Muslims. And when he came on, Rah! when I came on, Rah! but I think the judges had to exactly. listen through that exactly. and get to the judge. And my set was pretty, it was average. Right. It was really sloppy. I, 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 was actually very slick. It was a good set. I don't remember yours at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was probably like, I, oh, but I agree hack. because at the, at, the, at the time, it was like, yeah. <laughs> Shockers your crowd, yeah, yeah, and then the rest of us were like, 
going off scraps in terms yeah. of the response. <laughs> and then you three destroy and we're like, well, we can see what's going to happen here. And then for some reason they did see through us. And yeah. I went... I went pretty well, but not amazing. You would have actually had. You would have been saying jokes, and like, yeah, I was doing jokes. Yeah. And I, I do remember getting like halfway through and going, "This is not going as well as it should be in front of a big crowd." Right. Yeah, and then I remember doing a joke right in the middle about a medicine ball, and it destroyed. <laughs> and, then, and then I was back, baby. Then I was back. What's a medicine ball joke? I can't remember. It was so long ago. But the you know the Muslim community. Yeah, they like just a love it. Oh, it's a big ball. medicine ball community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, yeah. The image of the venue manager at the pub just being. Absolutely filthy at the turnout of this gig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just because you know how it would work is like, yeah, cool, you can have the space weekend afternoon, you can have it for free. Yeah. A lot of people will come in, we'll sell a lot of beers. Oh, this It'll was be a great. night. This is like a Thursday night. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> could have had a band Thursday in. night's pub. It's prime time. Yeah. But it, I, I like the idea that he wouldn't have twigged until halfway through the okay, night. You would have seen night. all the traffic and, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. oh this is amazing. Yeah, yeah, like <laughs> the bar, the, bar, the, the people are working behind the bar and then the, the owner walks in and goes, fuck yeah, what have we made? $3. Yeah. <laughs> all right, just for tonight, pub squash is 15 bucks a glass. <laughs> <laughs> so I bring that up meaning that we started together, but your profile's gone... Bang! Uh, uh, you know, I mean, you're working at the projects, and I'm not. Yeah, and I'm. Got, I've got a podcast still. Uh, so, but we we went to a gig the other night, and then we went. I took you to a bar, and so I love. Oh yeah, that what, was fun. What I love is I, I love taking you into social <laughs> situations where you haven't been before. Like you, because you ask me, you, because you don't drink, you'll say what. It sounds like you. I'm talking like to a child, but you'll be like, "So, what's being drunk like?" What, no, no, what? I have this same thing. Yeah, I have this same, I, I'm constantly like cause at the project. There are like we have a rehearsal, and there's often gaps while they figure out cameras or lighting or whatever. Yeah. And, and you turn to Carrie and go, what's being drunk like? Kind of, <laughs> except it's Pete. <laughs> but I, I will have lengthy conversations with him. Okay, so describe a hangover. Right, right, right. Because I have no idea what this is. Look, is it like being jet lagged? What, right. What is it? Right. And I can never quite get my head around yeah, it. Yeah, I love it. I love yeah. it. It's like talking to someone who's just landed on the planet. Yeah. So it's oh, great. Like being jet lagged, that'd be nice. <laughs> but yeah, see, yeah. I, I have... Yeah, right, okay. All right, point taken. Yeah. But I have this... I have no interest in drinking. Yep. The only curiosity I have, the only thing I... I would like to know is what kind of drunk I would be. Right. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. I've tried, I've asked so many people and I can never get a straight answer, probably because there isn't one, about is there a, an equivalent? Like if, can you extrapolate from how you are when you haven't had any sleep to how you will be when you're yeah, drunk? Because like, is it, there a way of predicting yeah. this right. thing? Well, well, they say sleep deprivation is the equivalent of having an alcohol blood level. Yeah, that ah. might be true as far as decision-making and driving and stuff, but yeah. is it true as far as personality is concerned? Like, you know, some people, when they get overtired, they get giddy and stupid and, yeah. you know, and other people just shut down. But when people are yeah. giddy and tired, they don't go, I love you, I just love you. <laughs> yeah, so no. you mean like, would you be an angry drunk? Would you be at a party like chewing yeah. people's ear off with facts? And is there a way? Is there a way of predicting from the way I am in other Okay, can situations? I tell you one thing? People don't see Waleed's aggressive side. I've seen it once. I've seen it once. Impressive. Yeah, once. You don't, You remember. We, we Fuck, I up. think we're about to say it for a second time. We, we, <laughs> <laughs> we went away on this little trip, like a, a few friends. And, um, oh, hang on. This is, uh, this oh, is get, far from fair. Calm this down, mate. Oh, calm down. <laughs> Thank you. Take it easy. Great. And we were... Um, I just remember it was me. Amir was there. A couple of other friends. And... Uh, I remember Waleed was out of the room and we're like, I was like, oh, hey guys, when Waleed comes in, there's a rug on the floor, let's just all grab him, wrap him, like roll him up in this rug 
And it'll just be hilarious. No, I'm I, the aggressive one in this story. Yeah, yeah. Just, just have a you're not even drunk. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. no he's just he's just eight. And they're all like, yeah, yeah. I was about to say, just have a beer for fuck's sake. <laughs> I'll grab his legs, and you guys grab his. Legs. They're like, so you're gonna grab the legs? Like, yeah, I'll grab the legs. And then yeah, and then we'll to hold his hands. And so we had this planned out, and it was you know it was my idea. Anyway, Waleed walks in. I'm like, quick. And I jump at his legs and everyone else just stands back and just starts pissing themselves. <laughs> anyway, Waleed sort of sees what I'm doing and suddenly switches from normal Waleed to competitive Waleed. And, and we actually like had like a, a tussle and like I was trying to get him on the ground. And, oh, yes. But you took it. You just, you just didn't want to, you didn't want to play fight. You wanted to it, actually, just, just you pissed, pissed, you pissed me on my back. Whoa, 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 whoa. Like, and I felt like proper strength. He wasn't like play fight. Just, oh, just, just tell it was, him. I, I, just, I don't understand what you talk about. Just, <laughs> just tell him who won. <laughs> won the court case afterwards. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, he, well, he did beat the crap out of me. It was self defence, um, Your Honour. Great. So, I reckon the guy from the truck stopped uh, real anger management that. problems there. I, so, I, I took you to a bar the other night. And again, this is sort of a place where I'd bring you in and you're sort of wide eyed, sort of going, What happens in here? And, you know. No, okay. So, but it was good because we walk in and it, and it shows that your profile. Has lifted so much because you're getting a few stairs on the way in, and well, they're also all, all white. Oh, uh, what's he doing? Wrong yeah. pub, mate. Yeah, yeah. Uber drivers here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no shisha in here, but anyway, yeah. So we walked in, and uh, it's great though because you have, uh, for someone who's sort of a bit shy in that situation, we sat there and got like a. Neither of us are drinking at the moment. And we got like a soda water or whatever. And then there's a guy next to you who just starts talking to you. This like fucking weird looking teenager next to you. And you start going... Yeah, I'm into this, and then you're going, "Hey, man, what, what what's going on? What's what's happening?" And he's like, "Oh, not much, man." And, you, and you're straight into it, going, "What do you do for a living?" And he goes, "I'm a model." And you go, "You're a model." What are you talking about? You're a fucking model. What are you making tens of thousands of dollars? And he's like, "Yeah." And you, and then you go, "Is that right? Are you, are you making heaps of money? What's it like? Is it good? You just you just hang around with your shirt off for like hours?" And he's like, "Yep." And you're like, "All oh, right." Right. Well, how much? How much to take your pants off? I I, no, I didn't say how you much. Did. I, said, I said, "Have you have you done nudes?" And he goes, "No." Nah. I go, well, "How much? Well, how much would you do it?" Yeah, yeah. Do you have a price? Like, what would your number be? Yeah, you- and then you go, and then straight. So you ask that, and then straight away you get out your phone and you go, "What's your Instagram account?" And and then he, he tells you, no. and, he, you, and he goes, "Hang on, you just asked how much to take your pants off, and now you're following me." And he's like, literally going. Are you going to message me? What, what? Why do you need this information? I think, look, to be honest, when he started talking to me, he he made out immediately like he was a big shot. He was like, uh, he goes, I can't remember how the conversation started, but something like, oh yeah, I'm a, I earn heaps of money because I'm a model, and that's yeah. I'm just hanging out. And so I was just like, yeah, is he like, what, what is he really a, a, a big deal? So right. I really wanted to figure out yeah, yeah. if he was talking shit. And he did. The thing is, when people talk to me on the street, the thing that you probably have forgotten about me is that I'll out talk anybody, and I don't care if I'm famous or not famous. I'm a troll, you know. <laughs> uh, like, I'm fairly, Man, you I'm should an, work I'm at the project. I'm being annoying. I'm work at the person. feedback shift in the, pro- the project. Yeah. There's a lot of work on at the moment. So, yeah. <laughs> like, I, like I will. Um, I'm not. A, I'm not afraid of flyering for my own show. Even if people are like, "Hey, you're on television," like, I don't really. I'll close the set. Like I, I, I used to do well at Telstra because I just hound people into. Buying broadband. Yeah. So this guy, I think, after he got excited seeing me 
just wanted me to leave him alone. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, no, he definitely did. Which is a which is a pretty usual uh, interaction that I would have with people. Yeah, the yeah. part of that story that's been glossed over is that Nazim and I both worked as telemarketers, and it's oh, not yes. funny. All right, it's well, not it, funny. Well, it, there is you, nothing you, you funny. Did well, about, didn't you? Like, you were, I did okay for a bit, and then I got bored. But and you, I think, just lo- you took it as a performance. Look, it was <laughs> basically to be honest. So it was, it was right. It was near. Um, yeah, it was basically near my place. But uh, it was weird. So many Muslims worked there for some reason. Yeah, no. Do you know why? Was it's actually a bit a of a sad room? story. No, no, that happened because we everyone who worked the there was a Muslim after yeah. a while. No, it started because all these Muslim women wearing hijab knew they could get jobs there. Oh, yeah. Because they could get hired. That's whereas right. if they tried because to work, they're not in, being seen. Yeah. Whereas right. if they tried, they like they went and tried to get a job working in like hospitality or something. Yeah. yeah. People would just not hire them. Right. Pretend it was for unless they were in the kitchen because then you got to wear the kitchen hat things anyway. And, yeah, I, I guess I don't know that hadn't the been tested. Hat. <laughs> <laughs> But that's how, <laughs> yeah, well, they were. that's how it started. <laughs> the oh. kitchen hat. No. We can call it that as long as we, we can call that the Muslim hat. <laughs> <laughs> now, Telstra was sick though. You could do all sorts. Like the, you get basically, you get graded on how many sales obviously you get, how long you're on the call versus how long you're in typing time, which is between calls. Right. And so the higher your call to typing ratio is, the you know, the better oh, The level of monitoring. Yeah, the monitoring got... But the thing is, I, I figured out a Fuck, way. The idea of you two side by side in cubicles. We, we, I think, <laughs> I think I we missed it. each other a little bit. A little bit. Well, my wife also, Susan worked there as well. I think I worked there when she yeah. was working there. Yeah. And I think we, we were there before you, and I think you came just after. Yeah, and yeah. Every, like, I worked there because I, like, I, like other Muslims were like, oh, we're tell show. And it's, we just. It's just kind of like the way people freaked out about immigrants. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We just let everybody. I, I, I can't believe this because I never knew you, Willie. Really- did that like yeah. I thought you were supposed to be a genius you're a fucking idiot <laughs> yeah. how, was that? how were you working there well except except was, was I an idiot or was I a genius because the pay mm. was really like of all the options of jobs to get through uni yeah. it was actually really, it was really good because yeah it got it got worse but it was gr- like yeah, yeah you get tired of it quickly right. like right. I reckon a year mm. two years I dreaded every shift right. but I remember that first feeling of going in there and they're like they're paying me what yep. it was it got it was like I, I 23 bucks an hour or something. this is like mm. a, I, I watched Kathy Freeman win her gold medal at work at Telstra mm. so I must have been working in 2000, in 2000. yeah yeah right. so 23 bucks an hour in 2000 that's a lot for a uni job yeah, I got paid sure. more there than I did at PwC like after graduating <laughs> you also did more work at Telstra than you ever <laughs> no, did no, 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 <laughs> no, but it's not crazy I remember one time and they, you get on these crazy campaigns and it's not even like you're really hard selling so you're calling up Telstra customers telling them about new products that might save them money like compared to their old Telstra product and I remember one time the campaign was hey anyone that's on this old mobile phone plan you can credit all their outstanding amount and then put them on the new one. So even up to $2,500, you can just give them that for free. And remember, I've got this customer that quite literally had about $2,500 of debt or whatever. So I was able to clear it for him, but he didn't know that I could just do it with a click of a button. So I was like, oh man, you got $2,500. You know what? Uh, I might be able to clear that for you. I'll have to speak to my supervisor, but I'm really going to have to twist his arm here. It could be a good half an hour. Um, oh no. And he was like, man, if you could... Cl- you can clear it? Man. No way. Half an, yeah, I'll wait. So I put him on hold. I had the exact I mean, same conversation <laughs> last night with Optus. <laughs> Fuck. But we all went to KFC up the road, got hot chips, came back, <laughs> and took him off the call. And then he, I was like, mate, good news. I can clear it. He was celebrating. Fuck, the guy uh, pulled the same trick on me last night. <laughs> That's great. And it's great for your call to typing. I just had a then. chat with uh, the colonel. I mean, my boss. <laughs> uh, we're good to go. But we played games where like the... The, the, your manager would give you 
like would give you extra sort of I can't remember like points or something. We had this point system. If you could try and slip in as many accents into one call as possible, so you'd go from like "G'day, mate, how's it going?" and Chinese accent, Indian, Arab, hybrid accents, and what the hell people would be crowding around you. Breakfast show you were. <laughs> it was like it was a bizarre. Yeah, this is why moment. Nazim still feels like he can get on stage and do Chinese yeah. accent. That's not a problem. <laughs> That's why I didn't need to do the five minutes to start with. Just give me an hour. Yeah, yeah. I've got an hour of funny voices. Get up there and do some prank calls to yeah. fill time. Yeah, if, you, if you hate the show, I'll clear your $25 ticket debt that you paid to get in. So I want to know how it ended with this male oh, model yeah. in the... Oh, that, that was... We, you know how it ended. We, we actually just got our drinks and went upstairs and, 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 and sat... Sort of hung out and then went. Okay, I was. We were sort of thinking. I was sort of thinking. I felt like a toolie. Yeah, na- yeah, exactly. Everyone's eighteen. <laughs> it was uni night. Yeah, yeah, it was uni night. Then oh, it was a Thursday night. Tuesday night. Carl and Tuesday, I were like special drop-in guests at a, yeah, at a yeah. local comedy club. And there was no. There was well, no, no is, this, is that literally true? Or is he telling? Yeah, the joke? no, we did. No, we, it was true. They were like, so you, they was... asked you to. Oh, oh no, no, no! There was no comedy. No, no. It was no. an unannounced uh, spot that we just dropped. It, you know, but it looked, it's a bit it of a superstar weird. move, you know. Just dropping in, and Carl and I were like this nah. double. Wow, you're like the Jerry Seinfeld of <laughs> yeah. suburban Melbourne. <laughs> it looked weird because it was like there was nowhere for us to sit or stand or anything. So we had to basically stand in the middle of everyone, and then all these like 17 year olds are just looking at us, going, "Who the fuck is that <laughs> going on?" And, f- and I think I know who yeah, that is, but weird. why is he here? Yeah, yeah. Just look, but they all look identical. Uni students at that age, they're all, right. uh, you yeah, know, yeah, especially yeah. if they're kind of white, they're all like. Pretty if, if they're kind of white, <laughs> no, they were very white. They're very white, you know. They, I don't know what it is. And also, them. the two of you drinking waters somehow more sus than <laughs> exactly. you actually drinking alcohol. Exactly, With straws, you know. <laughs> These yeah. old you get drunk, but we need to stay lucid. <laughs> I remember when I used to work at, P- at PwC, like Friday night drinks was a big thing, and it actually is important for your work. Like people, you have to sort of hang out. And I realized that maybe a year in. Anyway, so I went to a few, and because everyone's getting drunk, I used to get. Um, Lemonade or soda in a short glass. Oh, nice! And it looks like yeah. I don't know what. I, and you should just act progressively drunk throughout yeah, the night. Yeah, yeah, hey! yeah. Yeah. But so the end of this story is when we went upstairs, we're hanging out. We're sort of a bit awkward in the middle of this room where everyone's looking at us, and then one girl has the courage to come over, and it's like, oh, here we go. And then she comes over and goes, "Carl, I see you explain every week." <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one that gets recognised. He gets recognised as a room runner. Yeah, no. <laughs> Performer at Spleen every week. Because I'm it. on every week at Spleen. And she comes up and goes, Oh, I come down to Spleen every week and I see you. And, blah, blah, blah. and I'm like, Oh, cool. That's awesome. Thanks for coming down. And and uh, um, did, did you come last, like a couple of nights ago? And she's like, No. I'm like, Oh, that's a shame because I killed that night. Did you come the other weeks? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck. I <laughs> <laughs> but, but then she was like, Oh, I come every week with my boyfriend and, and I'm, I, I love. And I want to sit up the front And I'm always like can, can we sit up the front Can we sit up the front And finally I got my boyfriend To come and sit up the front And then you just Fucked him right over And we're not allowed To sit up the front anymore <laughs> I bet so your next follow up question was How much did you put In the fucking bucket At the no, end No I didn't actually I didn't do that So how often When you're out Are you recognised Either as someone else Or are they recognising uh, well, The person just people will often, and I just, you know, I don't know if it happens like that with you, but I just uh, can't be bothered correcting them most of the time because they're excited to meet whoever it is that they think they're meeting. <laughs> so, yeah, deny them that moment, know. Yeah. And often it's you. Um, it's only happened to me once, uh-huh. long time ago, where someone came up to me, a very well respected uh, news broadcaster, came up to me and just said. Hey, so how's your stand-up comedy going? <laughs> <laughs> See, it's a real compliment when people think I'm Waleed. 
But, yeah. you know. They might not have thought you were Nazim. They might have just been working in the comedy festival when Nazim made that phone call. Yes. Yes. That's, about that that's show. probably true. Hey, I heard yes. you were doing stand-up. How's it, would, it been going? It would have been a real sidebar to this person's career. I can tell you that. <laughs> Actually, you've done comedy. With Charlie Pippen, they did. I, yeah, I did a comedy festival And show they got once. four and a half stars. And then he's never gone back to comedy since. Oh, <laughs> clocked it, and moved so on. Just... I mean, technically, he's been reading my jokes out. So yes, he is. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for the vote of confidence. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's talk about this. So this is something we share. Well, it is a mm. big lo- love of Liverpool yes, football club. Yes, we do. I appreciate. I'm admiring your phone. Oh yes, I got a new phone cover. Yeah, yes, yeah. Sorry. So this is what this is because you don't come into the lolly room anymore because there's no lollies. <laughs> you know, I'm going to make an effort. Make an effort. I'll. I'll, I'll oh, you some... said there are no lollies. Yeah, yeah. There's no lollies. It's just the people. Oh, yeah. Sorry. You know what? Thursdays. I work Thursdays. Yeah. I'll bring in like a chocolate cake or something. <laughs> oh, that. Whole cake. Cake's a bit much. <laughs> no, but that's that's my move. I don't like to bring in lollies. I like to bring in like heaps of muffins or something like that. Yeah. Right. Um, big fan, by the way, big fan of the David Jones that's op- op- opened opposite. So the I'm interested yeah, in this the food court. Yeah, so it's good, but I I have a problem because I don't like there's a there's a more independent oh, right. fruit and veg place up the road that yep. I usually go to. Sure, is it? It's Lamana and Sons or something. Right? Yes, and I always feel like I'm complicit in some terrible sure. thing yeah, yeah, if yeah, I yeah, don't yeah. go there. If I go to sure, but I I'm not a big one. I sort of think that's like a class sort of a weird thing with David Jones. I've never been a person to go to David Jones in right. the city. But this place, I went in there. Yeah. And I reckon they've got the best chocolate muffins I've ever had in my life. <laughs> oh wow. So I go I've got a problem now. I went in there the other day and bought three. And they're like is like, this, like the small I'll be ones big, they're like, oh, morning tea and I'm like, no no, no I'll be clear, this is for me. <laughs> and, and I'll be clear. They're so good. So there was two weeks where they didn't have them and yeah. I got into an argument with the people there because Incredible. I was like, I was like where where are the muffins? And they're like and this woman goes, pointed at this young girl and goes, she didn't pick them up this week. She, wow. she didn't. And, the, and, the, and then the, the young girl's like, what? And like, clearly the, the lady had made it up. And oh, right. She, she's like, what? But like the old lady's the superior, so she, she didn't follow it up. And I'm like, so are you going to go and get them today? So you actually got involved in yeah, that. Yeah, I'm like, you're going to get drop, them. A full strop. Yeah. I said, are you going to go and get them today? Absolutely. Because like, that was my morning. I go into to David Jones Food Court at like uh, 9 o'clock in the morning, and then I come back for lunch. So you've got to go get them I went today. in for the morning muffin, so I was coming back for lunch You go lunch back muffin. for, oh my God. Yeah. So you cleared them out. You're a three muffin a day. No, no, no. Nine a.m. They didn't have any. Right. right. So you go back at lunch to follow but, up. Yeah, I was going back to lunch right, to right. make that sure they joined again. From David Jones, how much are they? Oh, they're not too bad. They're like three fifty or something like that. Okay. I think. Yeah. Um, so I went back and I'm like, "Are you, you going to go and get them?" And and they're like, "Oh no, we're we're not going to get them." And then the woman just goes, "Just get something else." And I'm like, "What?" And <laughs> she, she's got all this other shit like underneath, like a uh, what do you call it, like a dome thing? What do you call those things? Yeah, yeah. Um, like a but like the uh, dome high tea thing. things. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she's like got a couple of poppy seed muffins or something. And she goes, "Just, just get a poppy seed muffin. It'll be better for you." And like how to go? Like oh my said God. it like wow. that. And I go, "I'm not getting a poppy seed muffin." <laughs> she goes, "Just get one." And then she goes to serve the next customer. Like just says, "Just get one," and, and moves on. And I go. Don't tell me what to do. Oh my God. <laughs> and then the customer laughs his head off. <laughs> and I walk out the door. So if you, you can't go back. No, no, no. I, I, I went back, but I was looking for her. I was Wait, like, You were talking about Liverpool. Oh, yes. Yeah, so, sorry, Liverpool. Yeah. <laughs> the home of muffins. That's how we go on with it. <laughs> so, Liverpool. Um, I, yeah, because you don't come in for lollies anymore, so I don't, I don't see you. But the times I do see you, I see you in the corridor and I talk about Liverpool. Yes. So... 
uh, because I remember last. So last year we went to England to do gigs to do this podcast live. We I, I reverse engineered it around so that we could go and watch a match. Well, I would be disappointed if it yes. wasn't done that way. Mm-hmm. Yes. So Tommy and I dragged Tommy up to Liverpool. We did shows in London. Do you have any idea what you're getting into at this point? Do you have you follow? Did I at the ter- no? This was a year. This was last. year. I know, but do you follow? No. no. So you have no idea really why. No, non-sport person. <laughs> wow. But we okay. we went. We were sitting with the people who it was like this, like very convoluted way that we had gotten these tickets through listeners. Yes. Through we, listeners, I, I begged for, for tickets yeah. through listeners. You have and you the ha- universe came back. You have an avenue to tickets through this podcast. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'm putting a shout out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Give me like anything, anywhere, anytime. Yeah. I really want to sit in an away end. Just I've look, never done there's, this. There's more to the story. All right? Okay, so good. Let's, let's crack on with this story. So, right. Anyway. As long as I get my shout out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want tickets, Carl. That's Absolutely. what I'm saying. I want tickets. Listen to the rest of this. Story. Oh, okay. Right, right, right. This so we juicy. do that. We get. We, we have to fake a relationship with three sev- separate groups of people to sit with these people. Like we we <laughs> we get them very drunk to sort of go. Right. Uh, yeah, we should be here because they're literally like, "What the fuck is going on? We don't know who these people are." So anyway, uh, we do all that. That's all great. Uh, I basically did that reverse engineering because I thought we were going to win the championship last yes. year. It was a running thread on this show. We go over, we didn't win. Yeah. Right. This year, look. It's it's done. It, it's I, I have a problem saying it out yeah, loud, I but we're do. 22 points ahead. Yes. Yeah. It, it's going it's to happen. Ago. Yeah. It's going to happen. So, Tommy didn't want to come back, which is fair enough. But I'm like, right. I The reason I wanted to go last year is because I wanted to be part of that winning season, the first winning season for yeah. 30 years. So, it's like this year, I want to do it again. No, so we're not going to do the podcast this year. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to, to go. To be clear, it. I'm keen to go back and do the podcast, just not on your insane <laughs> schedule <laughs> of when you wanted to do it. Right. So uh, I go right. I, I want to go. Uh, I put the shout out again. The universe didn't come back to me oh, as much no. this time. But so I decide a certain match. I go right. That's the match I want to go and see yep. before uh, before anything gets too busy with the comedy festival and all that sort of stuff. Um, I decide to get that date. I know someone through the podcast, Russell Howard, big UK yes, comedian. Yes, I've He's interviewed He's a big Liverpool fan. Yes. Right. Really doesn't like Jordan Henderson. Oh, doesn't he? No. Right, we had right. a very like intense conversation about that one when he was on the show once. Right. So, when we saw the match last year, we went for drinks with him afterwards. So, I texted him this year and went a week or two ago and said, uh, are you going to be up there uh, uh, for drinks afterwards? And he rings me immediately, which I'm shocked by because I don't know him that well. Yeah. Rings me immediately and goes, I'm in London for that, for that match. Do you want two free tickets? Yes, please. Yes, I do. Thank you, Russell Howard, Whoa. UK international superstar. Wow. So he's, Who cares I, about international superstar? No, he's no, got no. tickets. No, well, he, that, <laughs> that's my own personal feeling about him now. Yes. He's an international well, superstar course, in my right. heart. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so he's, he's given me two tickets and I'm in the... Um, uh, like, what do you call it? The business class. Whatever you call it. Like, oh, like in the Carlsberg Lounge? In the lounge, yeah. I'm in the lounge for dinner and drinks. All you can oh, drink. no. The pro- the, yes. Yeah. All that sort of stuff. Wow. I haven't had a drink since December 31. I've been like, oh, I'm off it, you know, for as long as I can this year. It's like, wow, my first drink's now going to be at Anfield. You're going to break wow. it down. Yeah, yeah. But, so here's the thing. So yes. that's all very exciting. That's the, that's the best part of this story. Oh, now so, you're going to move on to the less good part of it. Well, less good's always more interesting. Okay, right. That's all happy. We're all smiling yeah. now. Let's oh, get to something okay. more here's gritty. Oh, what's right. happened? I, I, I'm all good for that. I'm all good for the big Tuesday night game at Anfield. Liverpool versus West Ham coming up. It's going to be extremely you're going, good. You're going to this weekend's game? Yes. This weekend's game. It's but happening in a few days. It's on the Monday night. The big night. Tuesday. Sorry? Monday night. They shifted See, it to television. See, that's what I found out. 
Oh, are you serious? Wait, 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 what? Like, uh, how do we... The big Tuesday night game in my head, the big Tuesday night game, it's not on Tuesday night. No. It's on Monday, Carl. No, it is. What does that mean? That means I thought I was getting in with plenty of time, flying into to London with plenty of time. I'm landing on the Monday at 12.30pm to get up to Liverpool in time. For Once I get out of Heathrow, uh, I, I, if I... Straight on the train to if Liverpool. If I give myself... An hour to get out of Heathrow and then get on the train. Mm. It it drops an me off pretty, in Liverpool. In drops me off in Liverpool at five thirty for an eight o'clock kickoff for a seven thirty kickoff. Yeah. Uh, hospitality lounge just starts at five thirty or six or something like that. Yeah. Also, that's conditional on two flights. Uh, Melbourne working. to Doha, Doha to, to yeah. London. But you've bought a ticket on those flights, so you're definitely going to get on there. Well, well, I'm, on, I'm, on, I'm on standby. I'm mm. on standby. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What do you, wait, what do you mean on, you're on standby? I'm on you... standby. I'm on standby. You're Carl. on standby? Yeah. A which, st- sorry, for which flight? Uh, for for the both international. For wait, both? <laughs> wait, what do you mean you're on standby? Why? It's how I live my life. Well, what, what does this mean? What does a standby mean? It, it means, means he doesn't have a seat. It means he's not going. Uh, uh, <laughs> Wait, it, means, it means if there's enough room on the thing? plane, is this a tight ass thing? This is a this is a special relationship thing. This is like a this is like a Russell Howard thing, but with my wife who <laughs> may work for an airline. Oh, yeah. So that's why you. Okay, okay. There's oh. got to be a way you can upgrade from standby to. There'll be empty seats. No one's flying. It's coronavirus. Yeah, There's well, got to be empty seats. That's the positive of this. <laughs> Thank this God for coronavirus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully. It, it's looking, it's looking good. Yeah. So, 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 so it's always two, on standby so if until if there's seats on both of those planes, mm. then you're okay. And there's no delays. Yes. And then there's no delays. Oh, this is with stressful. the three different changes I have to have on the train from London to Liverpool. Oh my god. Then I've got at least fifteen minutes to get at in a taxi <laughs> and, and with go all to the your game. luggage. And have you? Have, yeah. Well, hopefully, will you have any luggage? Well, I've cancelled the plans of having any luggage. Yeah. So, so just how long are you over I'm there? just going to put a spare shirt in my back pocket. This is ridiculous. Wait, why don't you get an earlier flight and get on the standby on an earlier? Because flight? there's. Absolutely no room on those flights. This is there's a chance on Sunday night. On Saturday night, there's no chance. Okay, can you Whoa. through your contacts yep. figure out the status of the flight at the moment? Because what, you'll song. take the tickets. No, 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 no. Because no, you'll yeah. actually buy some flights. That's not a bad idea. But if like, <laughs> yeah, well, Ed, you want to go? <laughs> you, said, you said you had two tickets, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so because you, if you know that that flight's only fifty percent sold or something, yeah. then you can relax. Well, this is the frustrating thing that. This so, is, so how about one, I could call up the airline and be like, "Hi, I would like to book fifty tickets for me and my family, yeah. and see if they're available." Yeah. Well, if you want to pull, a, if you want to pull a twenty thousand dollar prank on me, you go for it. <laughs> but, this just reminds me of Telstra days. Yeah, 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 yeah. But look, this is the this is the thing I can't get into my head either because my contact in the airline, yeah, uh, is they, your wife. They, they, who knows who it could be? So, <laughs> well, clearly you wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah, so. so um, they or she t- <laughs> tends to have access to a certain bit of like uh, a certain program, which is like it gives you like basically a a green light or a orange light or a red right. light. I think your chances like of that. when you say a program, you mean say. like a computer program? Yeah, that, that t- tells you about the status of the flight. Yes, but it doesn't say like ha- exactly how many seats. Right, so it you was... don't know if that green light's got a bit of orange in it. Exactly. Or... Right. Exactly. Oh, so no. I've had way too many, and Tommy will t- testify to this, I've had way too many times where it's been like 24 hours out. 
yeah, you're absolutely fine. This is this is green. And then all of a sudden, they've decided not to have oranges on this oh, traffic no. light. And then the next it's night, red. you get there and it's as red as can be. Why don't you just buy a ticket? That's what I, why no, is it... So this is a once-in-a-lifetime thing. How, how much? given this amazing ticket through... International yeah. superstar Russell Howard, ha, ha, yeah. but it's is also it so outside the realm of possibility. You're doing well, but this is an amazing. Flight. This is also okay. an amazing opportunity to save money. True. How much <laughs> do you no, pay no, for standby? On. Nothing or something? Something. Like what percentage are we talking? You, you, you're paying taxes. You pay the tax, don't you? So yeah. it's like ten percent, basically. Okay, look. So that's. I mean, hey, look, can I just can I just say this? Yes. Carrie did not go down to thirty five thousand dollars a year, <laughs> <laughs> so that you could try to save money on this flight. <laughs> look, it's Sunday night. My thinking is coronavirus. Also, Sunday's off. It's peak, only isn't kicking it? off now as well. Is, is this really a factor when you're flying to the UK? <laughs> yes. Are People are flying up, less. What do you call it, the health department? So how bad is coronavirus? Is it getting worse? <laughs> oh, yeah. Spread some information oh. about it in the next 24 hours. Yeah. It's like ground flights. <laughs> Imagine if he's locked if, on the plane. If only, I had, if, only I knew, if only I knew someone had access to a news outlet. Could, uh, hey, not in time for you, buddy. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Shando trapped on that plane like that cruise ship in Japan. She's there for like weeks. <laughs> oh, are you trapped on a plane? <laughs> oh, you like flying, do you? <laughs> about this is i know the airline you're talking about yep it's less expensive than the others it's not even that expensive it's <laughs> hey look yeah sh- shout out to whatever airline that is that um <laughs> that that someone that no, i know could work for they offer for fantastic sure. deals exactly i just think you should take advantage of those deals and yeah. make sure you get there yeah yeah look that's a that's a fair point but um if you're if you go to the airport Tomorrow night. Yeah. So we're recording this the day before you would leave. Yes. We've made that clear. Yes. Um, if and by you the get, time this goes out... Yeah, you'll be... Well, well, we'll who knows? We'll know whether I've flown 24 hours to sit in a car park and see people stream out of a stadium or not. <laughs> yeah. People oh, might be able to see... So no, that's my question. If you're at the airport and you don't get onto that flight, are you going to bother or not? No. You're just going to turn around and come home. But which flight? The flight to... to which one? To London or to Do- from Doha to... to well, I London? guess either of them. If if you're at Melbourne Airport and you can't get on that flight from Melbourne Airport, are you still gonna because you won't make you won't make I, the game? I can't unless there's like I'm telling you, if so everything goes to plan, home. I've got 15 minutes to play yeah, yeah, with. Yeah. So, so yeah. Also, the tickets are just electronic, so that's not a problem. You don't need to collect a ticket on the way. No, no, no I'm fine with that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And what so, about bags? Like, if you have a backpack, that's cool. You just you can take that in. Well. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, hopefully you're allowed to bring a backpack into a because yeah, I won't be able to go to a hotel first or anything. I, I just have to go straight. Bring a backpack. Fuck. Yeah. Really? Don't bring a backpack. Yeah. So just travel I don't, I internationally with nothing. I can't. Yeah, go hard. All right. I, I okay. can, well, look, I can't. I can't. So I'm remember. just going to get on the plane in shorts <laughs> in Melbourne. Where's your back? Where's, you're going to look like a terrorist. Hey, you saved enough money on the flight. Buy a fucking backpack there after the game. Exactly. Buy clothes. I like the idea of him just wandering up to the gate. No backpack, just all the clothes. That <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just cradling them in his arms. Wearing everything. Because also, me getting off at Heathrow is going to be me carrying clothes going, so you're here for, how long are you in England for? 24 hours. And you haven't brought anything. So Oh, sus. everything seems fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So sus. international traveller. Yeah. Do you know what? I can... Let me. I'll get back to you about the backpack. Right. No, I, I think it's actually. I can't remember if you're allowed to or not. But if right. there's a risk, you should just not. Just go with nothing. Yeah. Just you mean take it jacket. into the stadium? The stadium. Well, yeah. at the very least, there's always like a separate. Typically, in that's an extra like ten minutes. Bigger, yeah. There's right. a separate line. 
that you have to get your bag searched at. But if I'm going in the lounge, surely there's a lounge access or something where if you're good enough to go in and get free drinks, free dinner, you're a lounge access, you're allowed a fucking backpack, surely. Yeah, maybe. You might be allowed it, but it might take you longer to get in because you'll have to stand in a separate line to get it searched before you go in. Have you got the ticket on your phone? Yes. Can I have a look at it? <laughs> and, and secondly, and secondly, what do you actually want in your backpack? Because we could, you could probably wear all that stuff and put it in your pockets. So what would you have in your backpack? Why don't you just go to the Liverpool store and buy all your clothes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm also on a plane for 24 hours and then I'm on a train for like yeah. six hours or so. It's on my laptop, well, actually. Um, uh, so I'd like a change of actually, clothes even, even for the plane. Just pass me my phone. Well, why don't you... Yeah, yeah okay, fair enough. Do, I just want to know, does your ticket look like this? Okay. Have you got it as your screensaver, by the way? No, <laughs> but, pull it up but in my wallet, I've just kept it. Right, okay. Does your ticket look like that? Uh, I have. I don't have an iWallet, so I haven't added it to it, so it doesn't look like that. Ah. It's, I, I'm going to go to Officeworks this afternoon and just print it out. <laughs> oh, my it. God. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Every single step of this <laughs> so when are you supposed is to leave? infuriating. I, I, I when are you supposed to leave? Like today, tomorrow? Tomorrow, tomorrow night. I need, Sunday I need night. to see your ticket. Oh, it's so ridiculous. Because okay. it's possible I've been in the place you, you're going. Right. And, and do you remember seeing a backpack? That's yeah, what I'm desperately trying to... Re- so the last time I... That, surely that's one of your... You've got, you got videos and stuff. Like, yeah, but... You go and ask and the videos <laughs> for signs of a backpack. Have you got any backpack <laughs> detecting technology on your phone? <laughs> the last time I went... I've only been twice. And the last time I went, uh, I was uh, in Belfast... With, and I was working. You went a, to the wrong stadium, buddy. I'm no, sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> yes. Um, no, I was in. Uh, well, before that, I went to Old Trafford, and that really was going to the wrong stadium. Right. But no, I went to. Um, we're in Belfast. I was there for the project, and it was me and the producer yep. who is a Liverpool supporter. Yep. We caught the plane from Belfast to Liverpool and went to the game and yep. flew back. Yep. And I can't remember whether or not she had a backpack. Right. But she might remember. <laughs> so I'm going to. I took nothing, but that was a very deliberate decision. I, I find it weird for you to fly from Belfast to Liverpool to go and see your favourite club and yeah. the backpack doesn't stick out in your mind as one of the great memories. I know. Well, it wasn't mine. <laughs> right. Okay. Someone else's yeah, someone backpack. Someone else's backpack. So if it was my backpack, I'd be all over it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the sacred backpack yeah, yeah, yeah. that I took to Liverpool. I remember like being weighed down yeah. backwards a little bit <laughs> as I when I was watching in. a game. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I also remember I had we went got there really early. We went to the store. We were there for ages and you get one of those plastic bags the plastic bags are clear yes right which makes me wonder about the backpack right. okay, I gotta, gotta be clear for a reason right they want to yeah. be able to see what's in the right thing yes when and especially we, you looking like you they, yeah probably exactly not a big fan. although right. do you know what i went to the prayer room at anfield oh so wow. there you go okay great. Yes, i've conquered anfield Fuck, right, so I, I feel like i need to go to the prayer room at the airport <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might. So you need, okay basically what in your, in your backpack you just want to change your clothes and toothbrush and yep. you, can, you can buy a toothbrush toothbrush there yep so what else i do you can need? put them in my pocket That's okay cool. so how about this you get on board the international flight with a plastic just a woolies bag with a change a of plastic clothes. backpack can, yeah, can you right? do that? So, yeah. so, so you, what you're wearing is just like disposable quality um, <laughs> sleeping clothes. But I've plane. also got to be n- dressed nice enough to get into this lounge. No, no, I'm just saying to board the plane. You take the change in a Woolies bag. Yeah, so then, so then your actual. So once you once you finish the flight, right. you get changed in the, air, the, the 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 plane toilet into your good. Also, clothes, a shout out at the moment you... to everyone who's feeling really tense for me that's listening to this because I know you're out there this is somehow stupider than what Kappa did right at this least he had nice clothes said, on for the entire had flight they sent a comedian on 
uh, all the way to, to the UK, they had, he had to wear like a tuxedo, a tuxedo. and like, makeup and, <laughs> and straight lipstick. hair. Well, he would have gotten China. the lounge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. No so delays why, why, for don't you, why don't you just like dispose your your plane clothes right. once you land, and then you then you're wearing your new set of clothes. You, what else you need in your backpack? Well, your phone he, charger. Put that in your jacket. Well, he, here's here's the other thing. He, here's another little fly in the ointment of that plan. Yeah, is that I'm hoping. Not only am I hoping to get on that that first flight, I'm hoping to get business class. Oh, oh my I'm on standby for that. You're just greedy now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> really. If the, if you pull this off, that is like that'd be an absolute. If if your greed leads to the point where you end up with nothing, it's going to be a, a great morality <laughs> yeah. tale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a good fable, isn't it? Yeah, this it is, is. Something to read my daughter when yes, she grows yeah. up. Yes, that's exactly yeah. right. <laughs> wow. I, until I've said all of this out loud. Now I'm really stressed. You're about to fly across the world. I thought this was fine, and now I'm now I'm a ball of stress. Just buy. Can we just chip it? Just buy a flight for tonight. Just buy one of those seats that. I think it's full. I think it's like it's Saturday now. I think it's full. That's it's also that's a the bit point. More exciting if he if he if he goes to the, to Tullamarine. It is. Look, <laughs> he, he, this is. This is going to be the most excited I've like to go all that way to travel like twenty two, twenty four hours, whatever it is. Then a four hour train trip. Then a taxi. All uh, and then I haven't had a drink for two months, and then I hit the hospitality lounge. Oh no, this is bad because you're not you've lost all your piss fitness. Exactly, yeah. you guys wouldn't know this. You you get in the zone. And I've heard about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Three, two, three months off. Oh, you yeah, are no going to be absolutely white girl. And then, and then, <laughs> what? And then white girl wasted. Oh, right. You know <laughs> who we met at the bar the other yeah, night. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And then on top of that, and this is the bit that maybe will not mean as much to you two as it will to Tommy. I've got two tickets, and I've offered the other ticket to friend of the show Ray Badron. Oh, so, ah, really? Yeah. Okay. So he he's going to be a lot of trouble as well. Um, oh, is he like Milan level tra- level trouble? Yeah, yeah, yep. Okay. As so long as you, someone else is paying. And for you're going to be jet lagged. Yes. So he's hey, a hangover. You know what? Well, that's the least of his worries. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> Not worrying about like getting getting into Liverpool an hour after the game has finished and being like, no, oh, I'm a little bit woozy at the yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I understand that. <laughs> and but there I'm shouldn't just... be much traffic getting to a, 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 a 55,000 seater stadium Easy. Yeah, where we there's only up... like one lane streets to get down yeah. to. Yeah, it. we ended up walking last time. Yes. You just couldn't be fucked with cabs. Yeah. And also, yeah, yeah. if you don't go to the show, if you don't, you don't make it there, you're not going to get this hookup. Like, as if Russell's going to. Well, there'll be other games where he's not going. The problem is they may not be at but times. But you just think you're unappreciative. I'm, I'm literally there for like 40, 40, 40 hours or something mm. like that. Like, this is what's happening. I'm, I'm there. F- okay, all right. Come straight home. Let's, let's look at the other end of this. When does the comedy festival end? Uh, midway through like the 20th April. April. 20th of April. 20th of April or so. Okay, so you've got time yeah. after comedy festival. Yeah. But can you get in though? That's yeah. That's they'll the be selling. They'll be tickets on those secondary sites for five thousand pounds. And that's what I've been looking at. That's what yeah. I was initially going to buy. Until yeah, that's, I got these. That's what. That's basically the way I try to do it. Yeah, yeah. To be honest, this is like a free forty-eight hour trip of your dreams. Like, yeah, it's not, great. You're not paying anything. Yeah, no, no. You know, if it, it comes off, it's yeah. no one's denying yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a, yeah, imagine yeah. if you pull that'd be crazy. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Totally. Like, I mean, that's like me saying, if I jump off the roof and I fly, this is amazing. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> at the moment, it's, there's another possibility. It, it's starting to sound like a silly I'm idea. I'm on standby with gravity. Yeah. <laughs> I think coronavirus is your best. Yeah, yeah. yeah your yeah. best hope. Yeah, hopefully. So, if, hopefully. You know, well, I mean, damn, again, this is disappointing you don't have social media because you'd have a bigger reach than all of us. If you could have done me a favour and put something <laughs> out there, it would have been great. But 
gets a Twitter account today. <laughs> yeah. Hey guys, just thought I'd log on to let you know this coronavirus. You is. know what? Me <laughs> Sunday night going to Tullamarine Airport. I'm putting the face mask on. Yeah, I'm putting the mask. You got to do your bit. Don't yeah, you? yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. What would you even <sighs> say though? To, I understand Corona's about to peak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sunday yeah. evening through to about Monday, yeah, Tuesday yeah. afternoon, it's going to be at its worst. Like a weatherman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, going to be yeah, there's some, the Corona forecast. There's a big Corona front coming in Sunday night. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So you next week, you by the time this comes out, you can check the socials or you can listen to next week to see what what's happened. All let's right, go. yeah. Let's wrap it up. Uh, yeah, Nazim Wally, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Nazim, you've got a tour that's on sale. Yes, uh, uh, Adelaide. This comes out Monday, doesn't it? Yep. Yeah, I'm You've in Adelaide, Adelaide now for the week, and then all the cities. So, uh, oh, so Adelaide, um, Canberra, Brisbane, Melbourne, Perth, Sydney, and it's called Who's saying that? I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> Do you know I didn't get it when I read it? I didn't get it. And then yeah. I said it, and it, oh. yeah, so written see? down it makes no sense, and out loud just a little bit more. Slight <laughs> sense. Yeah. I had one hour till the deadline, and I know. And you asked me, and you sent me two options, and that? I said what was option. The other one? You, I, I, whatever the other option oh, was, other I said that. choose that option. Wait, what was that again? That was. Uh... It made a lot more sense. You sent it to me. You said which one? I said option B, and then you came back to me and said we chose option A. <laughs> That's right. I think like my manager around the office, they were like, "Oh, who's saying that? Hilarious! Everyone's laughing." Written like, down oh, makes right. no sense. It didn't, it didn't help. It's a good thing posters can talk. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, well, you you've got your work. hour of comedy at the comedy festival, of course. Uh, no, I'll be spending the comedy festival more or less at home. Pottering about if you want to drop in. Um, I'll sell tickets hey, if that helps. He's trying, he's, trying, he's trying new material every night, 6 30 till 7 30 yeah, on yeah. Channel 10. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right, guys, thanks very much for joining us, and we'll see you next time. See, see you, mates. Uh, this is five minutes later. I just checked my ticket. No backpacks. And they've done it again. They have. Mm. You know what? And uh, let's cross now to Carl at the sports desk. Yep. <laughs> for the Bernie report. Right. Okay. Well, he's only, he's. I'm just seeing the replay now. Mm-hmm. The action replay now. He's lined up. And that is that is an absolute big one. Wow. That is a that's that's sweet off the boot. That, it even sounded nice coming off the boot. So mm-hmm. you know it's going to be a big one. Yeah. When it sounds like that, and then you just there's almost no need to look up at the follow through. You just go. <sighs> You're still following through. You're looking at the ground. You're looking mm-hmm. at your boot, and you're going, that was, that's a big one. So you'd say he's kicked a big one, Bernie? Yeah, I think we had the wind. All right. That, one. that was a big one, Bernie. Well, thanks for that, Chompers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I was, like I said, at the top of the episode, uh, I don't really, I, I think I've met Waleed like once in passing, very briefly. I don't know him at all. Pretty nervous about this. Yeah. Uh, having Nazim in the mix, they're old friends. That certainly put me at ease a little bit. That was but, the tactic, uh, yeah. You never know... What someone like that who doesn't really know us or the show is going to be like. Totally. There was a chance of him being a bit, you know, possibly reserved or not sort of getting in the vibe of it. But yep. uh, great guest. No, of course. Yeah, I don't know him that well from, as we've talked about on the on the, the project, I do work there one, one or two days a week um, and have for a long time. But like we said, not our paths don't cross that very much. Mm. So it's really only been after I found out. I should have, I didn't ask him about this, but... um. I heard for a long time he uh, sometimes Liverpool matches, depending on what time of the year, would be on like maybe seven in the morning, mm. and he would like invite people from the show, like from the project, to come and watch them at his house. Ah, right. And I was always like, "Fucking, this should be a thing I get an invite to." Mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't bring it up. Um, but yeah, so that that's the sort of thing I had 
to talk to him in the office about and now I know him enough to be able to ask him to be on the show. So, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But still not that much more than you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's – yeah, man, that was a bumper. So we'll try and keep this – as, as uh, Don't even bother as saying some it. some great men once don't, said. Don't bother saying it. You know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I won't say it. I won't say it, but you know what I'm thinking. Yeah. Um, hey, look, let's – all right, two things I want to say right now. That is we do do a lot of plugging of uh, the future podcast coming up, the 500th episode, the two Melbourne ones that aren't sold out yet as well mm-hmm. that are all in April. But our solo shows, guys, get onto them, uh, Tommy Daslo in – Meatball. And that's – dates are – March 25th till April 19th, 7.30 at the Cooper's Inn. And that's – of course, that's in Melbourne. Yep. Uh, and my show is called uh, – Please call me Carl. Mr. Comedy was my father. Thank you. Brackets, this will be bad. <laughs> uh, look, the, the brackets meant that you weren't supposed to read that out. Oh, is that what brackets mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not supposed to read They're that like out. They're like the thought balloon. Yeah, that's that's your review. That's not... That's not the title. Oh, okay. Right, yeah, right, yeah. right, right. So they're the brackets you read out of your head. Right. Um, my show is called that, except for the brackets bit. Um and it is on. I don't even know what the dates are, but it's if you go to littledumdumclub.com. That should uh, be in the brackets. Yeah, yeah I don't yeah. even know when the fuck this is. No, that, the the brackets should be taken off that actually, so I'll know. Actually, you know what the dates are? I've got it in front of me. It's April four, and then April six to nineteen with no breaks. Nice. So there's like I don't know, twelve or thirteen, fourteen shows or whatever it is. Opening night, then a little day off. Yep. <laughs> to dream it all up it's again. A retool. And then a big old. Big old marathon sesh to the finish line. Yeah, that's like a, um, you know, you do a lap to warm up and then you stop, you have a bit of a stretch mm-hmm. and then you go full power. Yep. Yep, that's what that is. Um, actually, that April 4 is, as we've talked about on the show a few times, that's on the Saturday, so that means you can go and see an afternoon live podcast of ours at 4 p.m. on mm-hmm. the Saturday. Then you can see my show at 5.30 and then you can roll in and see Tommy Daslow's show at 8. 20 or something after that. 7.30. 7.30. Okay, yeah. close enough. Um, Not really close at all. Close in the you, grand you, scheme you, of the great history of time. If you get there at 8.20, you missed the entire show. Um, so, probably a good time. Um, so, sorry? Some more brackets work so there. brackets. <laughs> <laughs> so, there's that. So, I just want to get that clear. Um, but also, let's uh, uh, debrief about this. You're all on the, on, the, on the edge of your seats about this Liverpool trip of mine. Yep. But this harebrained scheme mm-hmm. I've got, uh, we're recording this straight after the, the real episode, so I haven't gone or fucked anything yet, so no. it's a good feeling. Um, now, what we didn't talk about is on the way back. So if that all goes to plan, I I then have to, uh, what? so I'm watching the match on Monday night. Then the next day, mm-hmm. I have nothing to sort of do. And I have to fly out at like, 6 a.m. the next morning. Mm-hmm. So, and I fly out of Manchester Airport mm-hmm. because that's a, a, a bit closer. Uh, so, I I have to get up and get a train to Manchester and hang out there for the day or whatever and then get up at like 2 in the morning or something mm-hmm. to go and get that flight. Oh, Yeah. Shouldn't it? Probably might not actually be that hard though because you'll still probably be pretty jet lagged. Yeah, Maybe. I mean, you're only there. You're there for like what, forty hours or something. something. So your body won't, and like you get there, or like you know, or if everything goes to plan, you get there, go straight to the game, have some beers, mm. piss on with Badron. Mm. So you'll be. I don't think getting up at two a.m. will be. Maybe won't be that hard at that point. Who mm. knows? I could be wrong. Right. But that could. But the 
the d- severe damage that you're doing to your body yeah. could be a real asset for that yeah, early right. wake-up time. That might pay off then. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, I don't really know. Uh, I, uh, yeah, I do have to spend a day there with – I mean, I guess it's good. I guess, I guess it's a better thing to not be on the other side of the world for six hours and then fly straight back. So I do have a day sure. there. Yeah. I don't have anything to do or anything. See the sights of Manchester. Yeah. I don't really know what to do there. Mm. And and there's actually no use me asking now because by the time this comes out, I will be maybe on my way back. Maybe. Oh, maybe not. Uh, no, not really. So no. Tuesday night there. Actually, I might be – as soon as you, if you, you, you listen to this straight away, I might be in Manchester. So do let me know what to do because I have no idea what to do. Yeah. Yes, something like that. Yeah, like you'll that. be it'll probably like Tuesday afternoon there. I think so. There could still be time if you happen to know of some incredible tourist destination. Yeah, that maybe stays open a little bit later on, on weekdays. Yeah, let yeah. Carl know. Yeah. Well, what do you think about this? So this is this is my qu- my question is I'm going out that early in the morning. Mm-hmm. Do you go to the airport hotel or do you go? Mm, good question. Because then you just write, like, you're writing off Manchester. It's a place I've never been. Yeah. like, you might as well walk around and have a look, see what the fuck it is. Um, but that means you, you're just tacking on another, another half hour, hour in the mm. morning getting out to the airport. It's hard to say without knowing how far away the Manchester airport is from the centre yeah, of the city. Yeah. I would argue that if your flight is at six, you're already getting up super early anyway. Yeah. It's like, what is that half an hour going to save you anything ultimately? Yeah. Who cares? Well, I've gone with that idea, yes. Okay, great. I, I did stew great. on it for a I'm long sorry, time. I thought this was a question. No, it is. Oh. I, I, I wondered what your... <laughs> Am I wrong? <laughs> no. I wondered what your opinion would be because this is this is exactly what I sat there thinking for about a day. I was like, do I get in the airport hotel or do I do I just sit in there and go fuck it, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, helped slightly by the fact that the airport motel, hotels were all fucking $200 or something stupid. Um, Wait, so you didn't get the airport hotel? Yeah, I didn't. Oh, okay, right, right. I yeah. thought you were saying you had. Okay. No, no, right, no, no, right. no, 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 cool. no, 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 no. I got, I got an inner city one. Okay, so. good. Yeah, it looks all right. Um, so yeah, looking, f- uh, looking forward to s- for something to do in Manchester or something to look at or whatever. But yeah, look, I agree with you in the end. Like, just walk around, have a bit of a look, and get a half, add half an hour on the on, on your trip out there or something. Because mm. um, sort of a bit depressing. Just that next day is just sort of waking up from your hangover. Driving to the airport and waiting. Yes. Mm. More depressing is you don't have a hangover because you don't make the game. <laughs> you've flown well. You've flown halfway around the world to just walk around Manchester for a couple of hours. Yes. <laughs> well, I would say if I don't see the game, I it's wrong to say I won't have a hangover because if I miss the game, you uh, think I won't have a hangover? Yeah. Yeah. I think I'll absolutely. You just hang won't over come over. back. Yeah. Kill yourself. Yeah. I won't be looking for anything to do. Mm. Um. So this is what I'm doing. So I fly out of Manchester, then go to Doha, then straight back into Adelaide. Oh, really? Yeah. Come back via Adelaide. Via Adelaide. Brutal. Yeah. I am surprised that you can go direct Manchester to Doha. I'm surprised you can go direct Doha Doha to to Adelaide. Adelaide. Yeah. Yeah, this is a weird... (laughs) Imagine being in Doha. This is like Kappa. (laughs) Yeah. Imagine being in Doha. And like some sheik walking to the airport and going, oh, Adelaide leaves in five minutes. Maybe I'll go there. Yeah. The sheik's just going in to stock up on fruit chocks and yeah. Farmer's Union. Yeah. <laughs> I might buy Farmer's Union. Yeah. 
Yep. Well, yeah. uh, fingers crossed. So then, imagine that. Imagine everything goes smoothly, and then I get stuck in Adelaide. <laughs> that, yeah, that's actually that's the, the big final, malfunction. That's the final hurdle. Yeah, because I think I get in there on a Thursday night or something, and then I have to organise Adelaide to Melbourne. So that's the brutal thing. Like flying twenty two hours, whatever it is, and then still only being in Adelaide. Oh, uh, any international trip where you've got a brief stopover in like Brisbane or whatever. Yeah. For a, it just kills you. Yeah. It's brutal. Yeah. You're like, just, because a lot of especially time, when you've flown overnight, I've done that coming back from Japan before. Overnight flight, stopped off at Gold Coast, and you you're fucked because you haven't slept properly on the plane. You land at six a.m. and it's like, my god, just get me home in yeah. bed. I can't do this. Especially where you do something like, you know, you, I know you're flying into Adelaide, but you'll like go past Melbourne or something like that, and you and you're just looking yeah. at the at the map on the board on the on the screen, going, just fucking. Just drop us off. When I went to, I don't think I don't know if I said this on the pod, but when I went to Esperance to um, uh, jack off that bull a few months ago, it doesn't ring a bell. So I had to fly Melbourne to Perth and then Perth to Esperance. But literally on the flight map, Esperance is like highlighted because right. it's right on the coast. Yeah, and you do go right over it. And so I had to get to Perth, and then I had to wait for like four and a half hours at oh. Perth Airport, and then it's an, and so just knowing that that was like a whole day ahead of me, and seeing that. And, like, Esperance is, like, basically the only other town in Western Australia, the city in Western Australia, that's highlighted on the flight map. Yep. So, it's just staring at me the whole flight, just taunting me. Yeah. And at a certain point, can see the plane directly over it, like, fuck, yeah. this is so annoying. Yeah. I just want to hop out. Yeah. Let me out and jerk off a Let, let me out. I'm, I'm, I'm frothing here. Yeah. I'm ravenous. Some huge blue balls directly oh, beneath me at the moment. I've got a big white on. I'm ready, I'm ready mm. to receive it. Um, that's all good stuff. Uh, let's try and uh, keep it tighter. Uh, guys, if you like this show and you like giving back, you know what to do. Patreon.com slash Little Dum Dum Club. If you go there and you sign up for a small or large donation every month, you can feel good that you are putting putting something back into the thing that you love so much, that you love listening to. If you if you want to be selfish, you're getting extra stuff. Exactly. Uh, you're getting a bonus episode. You're getting a bonus uh, magazine. You are getting bonus entry into our private little Facebook group that mm-hmm. we uh, we have scoops. We have, we have massive big scoops. Exclusive in scoops. Very, yep. very big and exclusive scoops. Mm. Once a week at least, I reckon. Um, so if you want to enjoy that, get into that. Get into that private membership. Um, chuck some money in. And of course, you get a chance. You get your name entered into uh, a sophisticated little piece of machinery called Downplay and Title Alternator, which every week spits out an undetermined amount of names. Uh, I think the highest... We read out ten, nearly ten thousand one week. I think that was a long it's one. Touching on ten thousand, yeah. I, I feel like that's. I don't have great records, but I think that was the longest one. Definitely in the top. It five. felt like it. Yeah, it felt like the longest one. Are you going to take the unplanned title alternator with you to um, Britain? Uh, I don't. If, look, if Anfield doesn't take in a backpack, I da- dare say they're not going to bring let in you the could unplanned wheel it in, title. Not in a backpack. Well, I'm, I'm just going to have to check those tickets. No, it says no UTAs. Ah, oh, right. Well, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like I checked the ticket. Thank God. Yeah. Um, and there's no absolutely no reason to, to do that either. I, I probably wouldn't need to, you know, have any random names there. Sure, but you never know. What if, and, well, you know, what if Russell Howard hasn't told you that the condition of entry of the tickets oh. is security go, 
Tell us five random people no, right now. No or tie. Or a number of people that's up to you. <laughs> no tie, no UTA, no service. Exactly. Right, okay. Um, yeah, look, good point. Okay, well, I'll look into it. Um, all right, let's, 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 let's get into let's it. Let's get into it this week. It's a beautiful Saturday afternoon. It is. And we're, we're cooped up in here. We're making the most of it. Reading out names inside. Yep. Inside, uh, we've changed locations. We no longer the the first bit of the show was at, at my show, mm-hmm. my house, and now we're at uh, the masturbatorium. Yeah. We're back we, on your home we, ground. We broke for lunch. Yeah, we did. And then we're back here. We saw a listener at our lunch. We did. We did. We had a had a bit of a lunch. Shout shout out to the the Royston Hotel in mm. Richmond. Yep. That's Richmond, isn't it? It is Richmond. Yeah. That's right. Great the, pub. It is great, isn't it? Yeah. I, I should do more there. Truly should... great classic pub. It's a good looking pub. Mm. Good food. I don't think I've ever drunk there yet. I've been there during the day and I never go there during the night and have a beer. You came and watched the grand final with me. Didn't you have a beer yeah, there? Yeah, did I? I think Seems I did. It's crazy to come and Maybe I had one beer there. Grand final event and not have a beer. Yeah, maybe I did. Maybe, but yeah, but you know what? I've been off the beers for a while. I've been off on, yeah. on the vodka sodas. Watching hey, my very figure. quick bit of follow up um, from something that got talked about a couple of weeks in a row. Just a very small thing. Get a load of that fiddle leaf over there. Now, would you say that that has been brought back from the dead? You know what? It's looking pretty healthy, isn't it? You know what? I'm bad at noticing things like that, but even I can notice that. That is looking way better than what it was. Yep, it actually is. That's looking upright. Yep. I found out uh, you need to – they get an infection and if there's like a couple of dead leaves on there, that starts to kill the whole thing. Oh. So I took the dead leaves off and my, oh, my, he is really flourishing. Because my called? worry was I may as well just chuck it out. Yeah. At the point that I was like, you've got to take the dead leaves off. I'm like, that, that feels like that's pretty much all of them. What's, what's it called? A fiddle leaf. Fiddle. Fiddle leaf. Fiddle leaf, yep. Right, okay. It's interesting though. Mm. I wish it signed up to this face <laughs> <laughs> room. But boy, it really warms my heart just looking over. It used to be a point of shame man. that people would come in and the first thing they would see is this dead plant in the corner of my house. Man, I'm glad you got a girlfriend now because you're ready for a baby. If you could do that, <sighs> you know, absolutely, that's the next step. Mm. Immediately. Is that what you, you had a fiddle leaf in your house? Fixed it. Br- brought it back from the brink of yeah. death. And then, uh, don't say a name, just absolutely opened the legs and went, let's go for it. Right. Yeah. That's 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 how it happened. And your boys were like, "Well, we're ready. Yeah, we've proven that we can do this." Yeah, because I came all over a plant, and that's how I fixed it. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, good yeah. stuff. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> it's a beautiful day outside. Yeah, it's too good to be cooped in here with mm-hmm. us. Yeah, <laughs> talking like this. <laughs> uh, let's get into it. Yeah, guys. First cab off the rank this week. Thank you very much to Patreon subscriber Luke Fielding. Hmm. What do you think about that for a name? Sounds That's like uh, someone was on a sport saying. Yeah, I was going to say you you you're going to get confused with some sporting terminology, aren't you? Because you know you you're uh, you know in the cricket you could say uh, what are you doing? You're batting or you're fielding? Yeah, yep. well, I know that. Oh, you do. I know, know that. that it's a term from sport. Okay. And I know what it involves. You know the. But that's about where context. my knowledge runs out. Right. Yeah. So you know what batting is as well. Oh, I know what batting is. <laughs> so fielding. Why do you think it's called fielding? Because you're in the field. Oh yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Yep. Um, have you ever ca- caught a ball before? Yes. In the mouth? <laughs> no. Yeah, what I've it? caught a ball. Right. I've had a ball thrown at me and I've caught it. Yeah, nice. Yeah. What's What do you reckon the highest sporting athletic accomplishment you've ever achieved is? What's the? Oh, that's a good question. What's your What's your high score? What's your hmm. What's your record on the field? 
I used to play tennis at school and I was okay at it. Yeah. And then I, I didn't continue with that. Were you okay or do you just think you're okay? Because my now wife, mm. I reckon about five or six years ago, she was like, you know what? We're going to get tennis rackets for Christmas. I was always really good at, te- at tennis at school and, you know, whatever. And so let's get let's get tennis rackets. We, we can play all the time. That'll be good mm-hmm. exercise for both of us. I'm like, okay, whatever suits you. I'm, I used to play tennis a bit, a little bit at school and I was, I'm, you know – okay at most sports yep sure let's get out there so we go out there and she's like been telling me how good she is and i'm like putting them two meters either side of her yeah and she's like not running for anything right and she's like what are you doing you're supposed to hit it to where i am so i can hit it I'm <laughs> like the rule is actually the opposite that's how you win in tennis yeah yeah you've got to hit the ball where the person ain't yeah but i don't but now that's unfair that's basically cheating i'm like <laughs> it's not cheating at great, all great it's just beating you yeah so is that you or Well, no, well you're talking about two separate things. I think I reckon I I was pretty good at the time. Right. I don't think I'd be any good now. Right. I'm not going to say that me playing well then translates to not my deca- question. decades on being sure. able to actually pick one up. Absolutely. But I think I was I used to go and get lessons like me and a couple of friends we would go, yeah, once a week and have lessons and then play a game afterwards. Right. And I was all right. You're right. Never enough to be like you know, I'm going to go crazy and do heaps of this. Yeah, yeah But I was yeah. pretty good. Yeah, right. It was all right. I mean, I was playing it enough, so yeah, felt I, like I was all right. I used to play – I'm one of those ones where I played as a kid and I used to play golf as a teenager. So I'm always like, I'm pretty good at these sports, but then if you ever have to do them again, you get exposed very quickly. Well, a friend of mine was talking recently about we should have a day where we go and play, and I'm happy to do that. Mm. I'd be shit ass. Yeah, I know I'd be shit ass. Yeah, but I'd still be up for it. Yeah, it'd be fun. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, it's a fun. It's one you can get away with mucking around, hitting, and not. If you're bad at tennis, that's better than being bad at golf. I reckon. Because if you're bad at golf, you're wasting a lot of people's time, I reckon. Yeah. Well, just distance-wise, there's so there's much people fucking behi- around. People behind you wanting yeah. to play through. That's and fair. You've lost a ball and someone else has hit the ball 300 metres and you've you're, you've fucking hit into woods and then you've got to look for it. There's none just of that shit. Just go to the driving range. Yeah. You can be bad at the driving range and it's still fun. You can have a beer at the driving range and sit next to each other and, and doesn't ruin bag. anyone. Gossip. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about the other... Um, um, the tennis players mm-hmm. that aren't with you. Yep. Um. Thanks, Luke. Thanks, Luke. Fielding. Yeah, I think tennis. I was all right. At tennis. I was all right. At golf. Played golf for the first time in about ten years, a couple of years ago, and I was like, "Yeah, I think I've been holding on to this as a bit of a fantasy that I'm like a gun golfer." Mm-hmm. Nah. Um, you asked what my highest accomplishment was in yep. sport. This is a this is a this isn't technically sport, but I have walked onto the field at the MCG. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Why? Uh, I forget the guy's name. He's some ex cricketer, I believe, and he did this huge walk to raise money for the Fight Cancer Foundation. Mm. And he ended it. The last bit he did, he did a lap of the MCG. Yeah. Um. Uh, before the Boxing Day test one year. And so because of my affiliation with the Fight Cancer Foundation, there was like a group of us that like walked out with him. Oh, this uh, is when I was like 14 or You are a kid. Yeah, I was a kid. Yeah, right. Yeah. And um, they were filmed – and my friend was there what to like watch the Boxing Day test and so he sees me come out and they had like – they had someone with a 
TV camera filming it and there's this like long cord behind the camera and at one point I tripped over the cord oh. and I was like, well, no one will have seen that and then just immediately text message from my friend who's like way up in the stands like, yeah. nice trip, fuckhead. <laughs> I also like that's your greatest sportish, sporting achievement. You tripped over on the MCG. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, the where's the most impressive place you've tripped yeah, over? Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> no, I've run a lap of the MCG once or twice because a couple of those... Um, oh, yeah, what am I talking about? I did a 10K run a year and a half ago where I actually ran onto the MCG. Oh, right. That yeah. was that one. Yeah. yeah. that's a See, that's a great bit. That's I mean, great. I know you're not as sport-minded as I, but to, to come in and do a lap of the MCG is pretty fucking good. No, you don't have to be sport-minded. Still, it feels... Awesome. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, that last bit of that 10K run is sick. Yeah. I'm going to try and do it again this year because I, we I think we were in Perth for it right. last year. Yeah, maybe I'll sign up for it. I haven't done one of those organized runs for a while. Mm. And, and and the lap of the G is good. And also, I'm a, I'm a much better runner now, so it would yeah. be actually fun to do and see what I can do. I, I, was always, I was always a runner with my wife slash girlfriend, um, and I just had to stay at her speed. So I'd like to see what. I could actually. What you're capable of. Yeah. Thanks, Luke. Thanks, Luke. Thank you, Patreon subscriber, Adam Carter. Ooh. Mm. Um, Carter. This is this is this is Adam Carter. If you I think if you if your name means something else, somewhere out there you'll find out about it. Like, you know, Chandler. You tend to find out Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of people go, Oh, Chandler from fr- Friends. Ha, ah, you know. You can't sure. You can't not find out about stuff like that. There used to be an uh, electrical store in in Queensland and maybe a few other states called Chandler's. Oh yeah, there's so as you, we as I also know very well, there's a fucking brand of cat litter yep. called Chandler's. Yep. You're right. What well, as you know very well. Well, from people fucking handing yep. bags of it to yes. us at gigs. Yes. Um and I would say that anything called Allsop or mm-hmm. whatever, you 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 can't help but find out about that, or people tell you, or you notice it certainly more than you notice something else. Yes. Um, if I was Adam Carter, hopefully he knows about this. But there was a band in the nineties. Oh, that kicked on a bit longer than that. One of my good mates' favorite bands of all time. He, it was his favorite band of all time. Called Carter, the Unstoppable Sex Machine. Oh yeah, Carter USM. Mm-hmm. Did you ever hear them? I've heard. I've heard the name, probably yeah. only from you talking about it. Right. I don't know that I've – you could be making this up for all I know. Right. That's 100% of my exposure to them is from you. I've got I've got um, Apple Music now. So a big part of my usage of that is just going, oh, maybe I'll go back and find these fucked bands in the 90s that I used to like that I've never listened to in the 20-something years since. Yep. And I remember having a full day of listening to – Carter USM, as it were. Yep. The two members. See, this is this is two piece. It's a two piece. So they, Carter and so what? The unstoppable sex. Mo- oh right. So I get it. Yeah. Right. So the the two members were now. This is what we should be called as considering we're a podcast and sort of a bit more closer to like a breakfast radio team or something. And mm-hmm. we don't have nicknames. You know, some people have tried to give us nicknames or whatever, but we don't really have nicknames, do we? Like it's mm-hmm. not. It's still Little Dum Dum Club with Tommy and Carl. It's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In terms of the branding of the show, yes. we've got sperm and everywhere. Yeah, we've got meatball, we've meatball got and Chando, Chang, and all that sort of, But yeah, yeah, that stuff. Um, Carter, the two members of Carter USM are uh, Fruit Bat mm-hmm. and Jim Bob. Okay. Yeah. So we should be more like that. So, hey, but they're 
Neither of them are called Carter. <laughs> and neither of them is an unstoppable sex machine? Uh, I think maybe one of them... I think maybe that was the nickname of one of them. Okay. I think. Right. I think it was I think it was classic one of those like like us. Like people say why is it a little dumb on clock? Oh, honestly, we were just that was one of the things we, we were saying know. at the time. Yeah. We were I remember we were saying calling each other little dum-dums at the time. Yeah. Just just one of those things. And so I think it's I think it's like I think one of them got nicknamed that and it's like let's make a band and then it's like Getting asked about Haunted it forever. forever. Yeah, by right. By this fucked name. Fuck. Well, I imagine a lot of band names are like that too. Yeah. I don't know. We just thought it up. Yeah, you'd have to be... I mean, Pearl Jam. Have we talked about that? Pearl Jam. Yeah. Been haunted by that for their life. Yeah, especially when you're trying to do serious music and then you've called yourself Up the Bum No Babies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I would hope that Adam Carter... At least, if if not into that band, is now into them Aware. after hearing yeah, that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. This could be, I mean, this could really be a case of chipping in for the Patreon really paying off. What if he listens to these guys and he goes, this is my new favourite band? Well, exactly. Like, I've noticed on, on social medias over the years, the US comedian Patton Oswalt yep. is like, oh, I love Mike Patton. It's like, I reckon you like him because that's your name. Yeah, okay. And it's not a common name. Mm. So, you can't help but be drawn, at the very least, to be like, who's this guy? What's this about? Yes. Because that's my name. That's his name. Yep. My natural inclination is to like this guy because he sounds like me. But it's sort of a weird because it's his surname. Like yeah. it's kind of, it's it's similar, but it's kind of different enough that yeah. you have to feel like this guy is exactly the same as yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's enough to, to, to give him a chance, I mm. reckon. Yeah. So um, let us know, Adam Carter, if, you, uh, if you've never heard them. Get, have a go and yeah. report back to us. And Patton Oswalt, if you're listening, <laughs> let us know if you're actually... A Mike Patton, or if you're a fake fan. Yeah, and, and Mike Patton, let us know if you like Carter, the Unstoppable Sex Machine as yes, well. Yes, great. Yeah. Hopefully we can get answers to all of this yeah, yeah, in yeah. next week's Within episode. the week. Yeah. Within the week, hopefully. Uh, thanks, Adam. Any 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 further thoughts on the name Adam? Uh, no. Nothing to not say, really. Yeah. No. Pretty line, line uh, stock, stock, sort of a stock delivery of a name. It's fine. Yep. <laughs> Wouldn't wouldn't call my kid it, but it's fine. No. Happy for it to be out there. Yep. Um, the original name, of course. The first name ever. So if, if they pulled out the, f- the first ever uh, unplanned title alternator, mm-hmm. they'd have only done two that week, and uh, Adam would have been in there. <laughs> yep. Yep. Great. Cool. Uh, Snake one. comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to Patreon subscriber. Patrick, oh fuck! Hell. What the hell? This will be good. What the hell's happening here? Well, I just I stumbled. I stumbled. Stumbled the first hurdle. I know because I just saw the surname and I'm like, this is going to be interesting. Okay. Uh, thank you to Patreon subscriber Patrick, which I like. Yep. Patrick Doswell. Doswell. Yeah. Don't mind this at all. What do you think about that? Uh, very look. close to Patrick Doswell. Yeah. Yeah, which I like. He, I'm sure that's the first time he's heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, well, look, it's the first time I've ever heard of this name, and I'm sure a lot of listeners are the same. Mm. Doswell. I didn't even know it was a name. I like it. Patty. A lot going on because I like I like that he's gone for Patrick over yes, Pat. Yes, yes. That's a good move, especially yes. given the surname. Doswell, yeah, never heard it. You can have a lot of fun with it, as mm. you mentioned, uh, Doswell. Mm. And it also it rhymes with Roswell, which oh, is yeah. a, uh, you know, a, a, an unexplained 
in the realm of kind of unexplained phenomena kind of thing that uh, I'm very interested in. It's I a lo- love all that kind of shit. It's a location in America. A location in America. It's a base. Area 51. It's the name of a base uh, where, where they keep all the Martians. No, well, Roswell's the town. Oh, and yeah. Area 51 is in Roswell, New Mexico. Just outside of, yeah. Rumoured to, uh, yeah, hold is it, aliens. Isn't that a bit old? Like, that's not even like a real conspiracy. People have got over that conspiracy now, haven't they? Isn't, isn't you never hear it talked things? about these days, yeah. That's like a thing. Do you remember this? Do you remember like in the 90s, I think, they juiced it up that they were going to have an alien autopsy on TV? And yes. Remember that? That was. Yeah. The, I think about that a lot because then they yeah. show the footage and it's so shit. And they're like, "We think this is actually aliens." Well, again, this is every now and then this comes up a, a, an event that we both remember that really signifies the decade age yes. gap between you and me. Yeah, I was all the way in. Yeah, I was young enough that I was hook, line, and sinker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, oh my god, this, this is, is it. it. Yeah. <laughs> They've yep. done it, yep. you mad bastards! You've actually, you've actually done it. Yeah. Uh, no, look, I, I, as as another man once said, I want to believe. You know, <laughs> I was, I, it was on TV, and I was like, here we go, and then you see it and go, oh, that's a shame. You know what I want to rewatch, um, and I'll be, you probably will remember this TV show. We were talking, uh, no, it wouldn't have been on air, but you've got Amazon Prime recently. Yeah. And I was looking around Amazon Prime the other day. You know what's on there that I want to rewatch all of? What? That's just bizarre that it's on a streaming service. Did you ever used to watch the show Unsolved Mysteries? Yeah. All uh, of that is on Amazon Prime. Ah. <laughs> you know what is – I did watch a bit of that, but what I used to sort of – not be obsessed – obsession's a strong word, but it was this show but way before that, so mm. older listeners might know this one – it used to get repeated. It wasn't a new show when I watched it, but mm. it would be repeated in all sorts of bizarre times. So it would be a show where I would literally scour the TV listings right. to find it. To catch it every week. And it would be like sometimes it would be on at 6 a.m. and I'm like, fuck it, I'm getting up to watch it. Great. It was a show called In Search Of. Okay. And it was hosted by Leonard Nimoy. Oh, yeah. I think I might have seen one or two episodes of that. That does I'm kind sure of it's on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. But it was like, you know how like, these days the internet's just full of conspiracies and full of mm. all this... All these fucking idiots saying this is what's happened, that's what's happened, whatever. None of that. You, you couldn't get access to any of that shit back then. This was like the one show on, on TV where you could find anything about aliens or like anyone treating that sort of stuff seriously. Yep. And it was Mr. Spock himself uh, uh, narrating stuff on fucking the Loch Ness Monster. And yeah, right. The B- Bermuda Triangle. Oh, sick. Whatever happened to the Bermuda Triangle? Bermuda, still going? Bermuda Triangle's in the same realm as Roswell, where we all kind of got over it. Yeah, You know yeah. what I think it is? I think, I hate to say it, but the rise of podcasts and specifically true crime. Yeah. That's taken everyone's focus away from the, you know, we're too busy trying to catch, you know, trying to bring Robert Durst from the jinx to justice. Right. And, you know, all these kinds of like actual, these like yeah. brutal murders of real people. We've lost interest in the Roswells yeah. and the Bermuda Triangles because we've realised we're never going to get answers about it. Well, I think more the stuff like the internet, all the technology we have now immediately dismisses all this stuff as absolute bullshit. So it's like, yeah. 
Oh damn! Because back then you had no proof of anything, and you're like, "Well, it could ghosts could be real. The Loch Ness monster could be real." It's like you could you use one second of Google to go, "That's impossible." You know what? You know what the actual modern day equivalent of like at uh, Roswell and like the Muta Triangle is? Jeffrey Epstein, right? <laughs> it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. If you read up, it's like, yeah. "Nah, man, they had him killed. They yeah. absolutely had him killed." But it's like we'll never. You're right. There's a cover up. We'll never find out. Yep. We'll never know for sure. Yeah, Russia, all yeah. that stuff. No, yeah. you're right. You did right. Right, that's what it is. That's the that's the <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein is the modern Bermuda Triangle. Yeah, bring back. I want to know about the Bermuda. So is is that just fine now? Has that been declared a safe area? I haven't I don't heard. Know. I haven't heard any ships being disappeared into the Bermuda Triangle for a long time. I was talking to someone the other day about the Bermuda Triangle ride that they had in, at SeaWorld, and I believe still do at SeaWorld on the Gold Coast in Australia. And I was looking up stuff about it about a year ago, and I found on YouTube. Someone's like bootlegged the ride in terms of like they've just gotten a camcorder. Yeah, great. And just filmed them. Se- and like I actually I chucked it up on the TV, <laughs> turned all the lights <laughs> off and was like, honestly, this does take me right back. Oh, this does right. feel like I'm – because I went on that ride when I was like 10 or whatever. Right. So just watching it on the TV going, honestly, this is fucking sick. Oh, wow. I'm so glad that this person did a dodgy like dodgy like cam rip Next time, bootleg version of this ride. After this show – Get it on the TV and watch it, and I'll sit behind you and just kick the couch. Oh, yeah, great. Yeah. Yeah, you'd have to, like, um, spit some water in my face because yeah. it was like a, a log flume ride kind of thing. Easy. Yeah. Done. Let's do it. Bermuda Triangle. If you've ever been through the Bermuda Triangle and, and survived, let us know. Mm. Um, Next podcast festival. Yeah. <laughs> I want to, I wanna, yeah, I want to know if it's just been fixed, if people just go, no, it's fine now. We just realized that. That was just a bit of water, and any bit of water in the middle of the oceans is dangerous. Probably has yeah. its fair share of stories, yeah. Yeah, so if they cured the Bermuda Triangle, let us know. I'd like to know. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks, thanks, Patrick. Thanks, Patrick. Thank you to Patreon subscriber, Haley Diver. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. A good uh, Ronnie James Dio song. Ronnie James Dio. Mm. The uh, ex-lead singer of uh, Black Sabbath. Mm-hmm. And a solo performer in his own right. Mm. And is dead now? I believe he is, yeah. He might be dead. Mm. Mm. Do, you, do you like him? I like that song, Holy Diver. I like a couple of his songs. Oh, I didn't there. even know that what it referred to. Yeah, there's a song called Holy Diver. Holy Diver, right. Um, I had to read up about Led, uh, not Led Zeppelin, fucking Black Sabbath. Mm-hmm. We talked about Black Sabbath the other week. Did we? Yeah, briefly. I, 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 I think I mentioned how they were supposed to have... Invented heavy metal, basically. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. I remember. And we that. had a few feed, bit of oh, feedback boy. on the socials. Didn't that kick off on the socials? Um, but that's that's just how it happened. Of course, when you few, listen back to it, it's a few um, rock dogs. Yeah, a few, few salty dogs getting even saltier. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, they're they're fucking bizarre. Their their band history is one of the w- weirdest band histories of all time. Really, I reckon easy because I mean, a they let's say they invented heavy metal. Mm-hmm. Right? So then they got Ozzy Osbourne, obviously the the lead singer. Mm-hmm. So he does what two, three, four albums with them. It's like mm-hmm. wow, what a band! Bang, the, you know. Then he goes fuck this, gets out. This is back when you know, look, you know these days when bands are such big business, you wouldn't leave a band unless something really fucked happened. This is business back then. Everything was smaller business bands. Yep. Um, like the Beatles would never have broken up if they knew how much money they were worth. Yeah. They just couldn't be fucked anymore. They're yeah. Like, uh, whatever. Yeah. You know. Um, so he just goes, ah, fuck this, gets out. Then 
comes back again two seconds later and then leaves again. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they end up getting him, uh, Ron, Ronnie James Dio, to be lead singer. And then, you know, there's arguments to be made that Black Sabbath made, you know, two, three, four albums at the start of their career that are the most important albums in rock or metal or whatever it is. Yep. And then they get into the 80s and they just switch lead singers around and make some of the absolute worst <laughs> albums of all time. Some of the worst albums of all time. Switching a lead singer is always a bizarre move. It is. I got to say, and like, look, you know, the odds are high that some people that listen to this went to this concert. So, good, I mean, good for you if you enjoy it. But I jogged past a group of people all lining up to go into the Queen with Adam Lambert show the other day. Yeah. And I don't get it. You don't get it. I absolutely don't get it. I was tempted to go. I was a big Queen fan as a kid. I was tempted to go, but I couldn't quite justify it, given... Because it's like you're not... See, it, you're kind of not seeing Queen. I don't know. Yeah. I guess maybe if I was a, if I was like a bigger Queen head, then I probably would be one of those people like justifying it to myself. But also seeing like a lot of media being like freaking out like radio shows and stuff going, oh my God. This is amazing. We've got Adam Lambert from Queen in the studio today. I'm losing my mind. It's like, well, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I watched, it seems a bit weird to me. I did watch a bit of it on the on the, the Bushfire Appeal bit and went, oh, you know, I was still th- someone offered me a ticket, uh, like a full price ticket, and I was thinking, maybe I should go because I, I did love Queen when I was a yep. kid and I can still definitely listen to them and all that sort of stuff. And then I watched that and went, nah. I would say that they are in the pantheon of bands now where you're probably going to have a better time just going to a cover band version. Yeah, look, that's a very a good point. A guy that's just fully freddying it up. Yeah, that's a very good point. You'd be w- better off seeing it at the corner, small venue, a guy's committing to the performance of the character. You know, I have thought of that more than once of seeing a Queen cover band. I haven't seen them and I'd like to because someone really trying to sound like Freddie, someone trying to look like Freddie... S- People being really into it, paying fucking 40 bucks instead of 300 bucks. Yep, yep. Yeah, I wouldn't mind going. I went, we've talked about this every now and then on the pod, but I go to the Meredith Music Festival every year mm. in uh, country Victoria. It's camp, music festival, you camp for three nights, two nights. Uh, and a lot of, it's kind of a smaller festival, so it's more sort of like, I guess, obscurish kind of bands. But this really sticks out as a booking decision that they had one year that I went. They had a Queen cover band. Uh, sorry, a Kiss cover band. Right. Kiss Troyer played. Yep. Very, like, stuck out like a sore thumb on that year's lineup and on every lineup that they've ever done. Yeah. But fuck me, it was good stuff. Yeah, I bet. Just being in the bush, yeah. they had, like, flames going off and stuff and just everyone in the crowd going, let's all just pretend that we're literally watching Kiss right now. Yeah, It was yeah. so fucking good. Yeah. And I wish they did... Every festival should just have yeah. a good cover band in the mix every year. Yeah, yeah. You're not going to be able to afford to get them to play. It's a nice little, um, what would you call it, sorbet. You know, you've seen all hmm. these serious bands and, you know, it's like, yeah, I like them and they're all taking themselves very seriously and that sort of stuff. You've got a bit of everything and then it's like, let's just fucking do a big fart now. You know, let's yeah. just... Especially with any, like, um, music festival that's trying to have a very curated and kind of, like, sort of like borderline snooty like music aficionado lineup mm. and that's all well and good but then you always find that like the music that they play in between bands like one of the biggest reactions of the weekend will be the DJ in between the acts playing Drop It Like a Tot by Snoop Dogg yeah, Do you know yeah, it doesn't yeah, matter yeah. how like kind of in inside a 
music knowledge you try and be. Yeah. Just the big, just the big bangers are what's still going to make people go crazy. Yes. Um, so speaking of uh, uh, Black Sabbath and, and their terrible uh, descent into the eighties. Because, you know, there was this seminal band in the 70s and then they went, oh, shit. They didn't know what the fuck they were doing in the 80s, I think. They didn't know what their place was. Oh, yep. Different lead singers, different. They're like they're definitely one of the bands based on uh, that Spinal Tap based yep. themselves on. So it would be quite common for rock in the 80s, I imagine. Mm. A lot of stuff getting more electronic. Yeah, yeah. Dancey, yeah. a lot more ballady. They, so they came back and they made one final album with all the, the original lineup that they hadn't done since the early 70s, but mm. then they fucked up at the last second and couldn't get the drummer. Right. One of those infuriating things where it's like, the drummer's the least important thing. Just fucking get him on. And then there was something about contractual obligations or something like that. Right. They ended up getting like Soundgarden's drummer and it's like, you got the bass player, the guitar player, the singer, just get the fucking drummer right. Yep. It's like, no, nah, you fucked it. And then they put the album out and then the drummer went, okay, now I'm ready to do it. <laughs> Great. <laughs> fucking you idiots. Anyway, um, but in between... They made some terrible albums, and one of the albums, uh, it's been rated. I've, I remember reading it; it's been rated as, and I personally rate it as one of the worst album covers of all time. Oh, yep. So this is it, Black Sabbath. Look it up at home. I'm going to show you right now, Black Sabbath, Born Again. What's your initial reaction? <laughs> it's honestly. It's the sort of thing I can see a band today using and oh, people yeah. lapping it up. Yeah, right. I could see like if people know this band, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard using that as one of their album covers and people being like, genius. Right. Absolute genius. Yeah, yeah. But I can see for at the time, yes, definitely. Because what, what's that? Is that early, mid-80s? It's, I think it's mid-80s. Yeah, brutal. Yeah. I think I remember reading something about it basically being either done in two seconds or... <laughs> Or someone not even signing off on it properly, not just going, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah, that was the first that that album is the first album without Ronnie James Dio. Ah, as a right. Singer. Yeah, it's um, yeah. Anyway, Black Sabbath. Um, well, thanks, Holly Diver. Thanks, Holly Diver. <laughs> um, that's here we go. That that's. <laughs> That's right. That's what I was looking for. All right, here's the info I was looking for. Right. The drummer said, I didn't have any participation in the album cover. When I saw it, I hated it. Uh, Ian Gillen, member of the band, told the press that he vomited when he first saw the picture. Incredible. <laughs> Great. Uh, uh, only original member, Tom Tommy Iommi, approved the cover, which has been considered one of the worst album covers ever. Uh, the British magazine Kerrang! ranked the cover in second place of the worst album t- covers of all time, uh, or in, in metal or slash hard rock, uh, behind only the Scorpions album called Love Drive. Now, let's see what Love Drive looks like. It Oh, fuck it now. Oh, this is good. That's That's Love Drive by the Scorpions. Two people in the back of a car... Man and a woman dressed up, yeah. And one man has had his hand on the woman's breast and has taken his hand away, and the breast seems to have melted onto the man's hand. Yeah, or 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 he's got chewing gum on her yeah, breast. Yeah, yeah, that's terrible. That that's, truly is terrible. That is insane. That other one I actually don't mind too much, but that is just that's insane stuff. I don't even know what it's supposed to be. Yeah, it's called Love Drive, 
and he's her boob or his hand is melted. The fuck is going yeah, on? Yeah, I there? think the boobs melted because mm. he looks kind of. He looks like he's into it though. Mm. But know. he's surprised. You know, he wasn't expecting it. If it was his hand, I don't know. He looks like he's into it. I don't know. He's into melted boob. Um, thanks, Holly. Thanks, Holly. Uh, all right. One. Let's do one more. I've got to. One more? I've got to. I got to yep. go to the airport soon. Yep. Uh, thank you to Patreon subscriber. Oh, okay. Um, what? Well, it's just a. It's just a. I don't know if we've had this before, but it just reminds me of something we said earlier. That's all. Um, okay. Look, there's no use me explaining it. I guess I would just say it, and mm-hmm. you you make your mind up. I guess. Um, thank you to Patreon subscriber Bermuda Comedy. Wow. So that's where laughs the, disappear. Yeah, <laughs> that's where all the funny from talking dumb dumb this week went into. <laughs> <laughs> Small chartered flight, yep. never heard from again. That's that's what. Yeah, right. Okay. One of life's great unsolved mysteries. Yeah, in search of a better segment. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks very much for contributing to the podcast. We really appreciate it. Uh, Patreon.com slash Little Dum Dum Club, and you can sign up and get extra little rewards every month. Thanks very much for listening. Little Dum Dum Club.com for the tickets to our solo shows and the upcoming live podcast that we have. Uh, including the big 500th episode. Can I say this right at the end of the show? I've just, I've just, there's a bit of breaking news. We don't usually, we're not a big news breaker on this show, mm-hmm. but we've been talking about how I haven't had a drink for two months. So I'm going to break my duck at Anfield in a couple of days. Uh, we'd mentioned a couple of weeks ago that a friend of the show and uh, icon of alcohol everywhere, Milan, mm-hmm. has been off the off the grogs for over three months. Mm-hmm. I've just got a message of him with multiple. Empty vessels. He is absolutely back on he's it. He's back, baby. He's back. Or is it he? <laughs> you said I'm. He's back, baby. I've got a picture in front of me with a drained pint glass with the caption "I'm back, cunt." <laughs> so that's more appropriate in this instance. Yep. Yep. All right, guys. Thanks very much for listening, and we'll see you next time. See, see you, mates. mates.